Critters, Marisha Ray here to welcome you to the hallowed audio halls of the Critical Role Podcast Network. Critical Role airs on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role and youtube.com slash critical role. And Twitch subscribers can view the episode on demand immediately after it airs. Or you can enjoy the VOD on YouTube the following Monday. And for you loyal podcast listeners, the show transmutes into its audio-only format Thursdays one week after the initial broadcast. Without further ado, let's see what sort of fun, scary adventures await. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us do these voice editors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. Excuse my laughter, they usually shout shit at me before we start, and this came as just a wave of chaos, and I was unprepared. Um, before we get into our episode tonight, we do have some announcements to get through, beginning with our first sponsor tonight, Cash App Sam. Welcome back to the Finger Championship Games, brought to you by Cash App. The easiest way to send, spend, and save money, the number one finance app in the App Store, helping you invest in stocks with as little as $1, and connect your direct deposit and get paid two days early. I'm Vince McSam, and I'm here with Marisha Ray, AKA the Finger Blaster, undefeated champion of the Finger Games for a post-match interview. Marisha! How's it feel to be the number one fingerer in the room? Okay, first, I, I still urge you to use a different term that sure. hasn't changed. And second, it feels great! Yeah. You know, crush my enemy's fingers, see them jam before me, and hear the lamentations of their cuticles! Yeah! Now tell me about your training regimen. Well, you know, I start my day with six raw eggs, which I then cook with some butter and salt. Oh, okay. Matt eats three, I give two to Omar, and then I usually eat one. Intense. <laughs> Intense. What next? Stair climbs. Hundreds of them. And by stair climbs, you mean? Oh, I, I just like type a lot on my laptop. Oh, you know, sure, emails, yeah. slacks, Overwatch fanfic. Actually, you'll never forget who I'm shipping. Oh, right no, now I won't. Finger B, anyone you want to thank for this victory? <laughs> yeah. The big guy up here. You mean? That's right. My pointer finger. Oh. I love you, bro. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we did this together. Ride or die. Well, that, oh. <laughs> that concludes the interview. Well, oh, wait, wait. You have been promising me my prize for like three episodes of this shit. Now. Sure, sure, sure. You're right. And I've stalled long enough. Do you have the app? I do. I downloaded it and the App Store or Google Play Store, whichever mm. you have. And when I signed up as a new user, I used code CRITROLL for $15 wow. and then $10 went to our very own Critical Role Foundation. Terms apply. Wow, all right. <laughs> so uh, there and sent with Cash App. Now okay. let me see, show you how you can accept the money right there uh -huh. and transfer it back to me. Excellent. What? Wait, what the hell? You just sent the money back to yourself? Very easily with Cash App. As your manager, I'm entitled to garnish your winnings as payment for cultivating you as a fingerer. <sighs> All right, that's it, Vince McSam. You're going down. I'm gonna smash your hand. No, oh, gonna, no, no, someone, uh, please, someone, will uh, someone, will someone defend me against this ruffian? I'll pay you twice what I owe her. <laughs> I'll do it. I've been itching to go toe to toe and finger to finger with a real warrior. Who are you? You can call me <laughs> Flick Flair. Oh. 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 Why does he Stay tuned now? for that battle. 
next time Cash App sponsors the show. Matt, back to you. Oh, I am in pain. Oh. <laughs> Flair is a great name. Yeah, it's why does he get to pick his own name? <laughs> well, we're, really we're working on this as we go. It's more lore building than it is like grabbing glory, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're trying to create a greater picture of the Cash App. Awesome. Look, I'm just excited <laughs> to be. I got a glance at your next character. So uh, <laughs> uh, this episode is also sponsored by our friends at Ghostfire Gaming and their brand new 5e post-apocalyptic setting, Aurora. 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 There we go. I my brain just shut down there. Don't judge. He just came from the dentist. <laughs> Hey, brain! I've been staring at the scripts all day. My brain just looked bored, stopped working. Um, Aurora, Age of Desolation. It's like I haven't said it before. What is wrong with me? I am so sorry. This. <laughs> The setting images a world ravaged by dragons and includes a detailed survival system, innovative character creation, and an evolved advantage system. It also includes 15 new subclasses, 15 background options, and a very special gargantuan Red Dragon Mini. You can jump on this great product right now at Aurora, or some people, uh, uh, 5e.com. Aurora, 5e.com. And thanks to Ghostfire Gaming for continuing to support our show. Uh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> why do I do this? Oh uh, Marisha, start talking, please. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, next week, after this week, this is the one, Exandria okay. Unlimited yes. Calamity. Yes. Our four-part miniseries premieres on Thursday, May 26th at 7 p.m. Pacific on Twitch and YouTube. Join as six distinguished heroes from the Age of Arcanum as they uncover an insidious corruption beneath the city that they've sworn to protect. This is a story where Exandria's greatest heroes could not or would not see the truth before it was too late as the inevitable calamity nears. <laughs> the cast, Game Master. Oh, Brendan Lee Mulligan. Yeah. We'll be joined with players Travis Willingham, Aprea Iyengar, Sam Regal, Alu Wilson, Marisha Ray, and Luis Carrazo. ESU Calamity will continue weekly on Thursdays until Campaign 3 resumes on Thursday, June 30th. Yes, that is the last Thursday of the month, but we will have missed you guys so much by then. Check out all the details at CritRoll.com. Also... Oh god, there's more. Well, Calamity Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the sequel. Foresighted Dive, episode three, airs Tuesday, June 7th at 7 p.m. Pacific on Twitch and YouTube, the first Tuesday of the month. And then... There's more? Let's roll. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's you. The Foresighted the Dive theme by Yay. Sam Regal and Peter Habib Peter is Habib. available now on music platforms, so you can buy it. On music platforms. Yeah, you can buy it and you know, or stream it today. Whatever you, uh, whatever you prefer. Sure. But it's out there now. Thanks. It's a bop. It is. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Friends around the table.
I want to. I want to record you on it. It's gonna be great. Fantastic. Well, I think that concludes our announcement. Um, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. So last time, <laughs> we uh. Oh, serious time, serious time. <laughs> last time, Bell's Hells had said their goodbyes for the time being to the city Drusar, where they had met and spent a large portion of their adventure before, and donning their outfits and their gathered materials and stepping aboard the skyship known as the Silver Sun. He began to leave the Odiran Wilds and head towards the Hellcatch Valley to chase after the whereabouts of the escaped Armand Treshi, who seems to have gone underground in the city of Basaris. Now, after many days traveling across the broken, cracked, dust-filled wasteland that is the Hellcatch Valley, looking below uh, day and night, you encountered some dangerous creatures that seemed to take to the skies that battled you on the deck of this very skyship, in which, uh, through some daring escapes and some clutch uses of abilities and spells, prevented Orm from falling to his death immediately. And with uh, the final, the, the possible final night of travel before the next final day of travel uh, to the city of Basaris, um, there was a a discussion between Imogen and Ladna, in which a, this strange crystal that you had scavenged from the interior of the Shade Mother's lair back in Drusar, that had been seemingly giving comfort and warmth and having some odd effects on Imogen, had been called into question. Ladna, following a strange uh, internal push towards inspecting and learning of the nature of it, Grasp the gem 
upon the promise of nothing bad happening, and upon grasping it, watched as the arcane energy within was drawn out and into her, the crystal crumbling and cracking, left powerless and dark, and uh, Imogen stormed off to take a night's rest, wallowing in the sense of betrayal as Ladna screamed at the bow of the ship, nothing but the stars above and the moons to take it. So, coming back where we are, is there any other business that night, Imogen or Ladna or anybody else, would you like to handle before the next day of travel? Mm-mm. All right. The night goes by without issue. The next morning, eventually, the sun begins to rise over the dusty valley. You can see there's some spotted gray clouds beginning to encroach from the south, southeast region, kind of the general Aishanador direction of, of Marquette. You can feel the wind picking up as the heat begins to rise, the temperature is beginning to shift of the day. You can see distant high clouds, dust storms, it's hard to see, but the horizons begin to get a bit muddled, a bit fuzzy. I would like, as you travel for this final day, for somebody to roll a d20 for me, please. Is Laura's me? Yeah. First roll. Say it. Come on, anything under a five is crazy. Roll a d6 for me, Laura. Three. Three. Okay. Fairly early in the morning to where the the sunrise is still kind of blanketing this uh, this dust-covered scape. The the plateaus and large mountains that punch up from the broken ravine-cracked ground are still wearing the pinks and oranges of the rising sun. Um, Who be first out onto the deck, keeping watch? I'd be out. Make a perception check for me. Right. Natural twenty. Okay. Go. It's better than my two. <laughs> Glancing out that early morning air, breathing it in deeply, you hold the edge of the sky shipping lance down, and below you see a trail. One of the various roads that carve through the valley itself. You see what looks to be a small caravan, maybe 12 or so carts that are hitched to numerous beasts of burden, just slowly trudging through their path towards the city of Basaris. What you also see, and you're uncertain if they see it, is something else shifting in the land below. You hear this like very faint, like a bassy, and you glance deep down and look underneath. The shadow, thankfully, is stretched far across the ground, so it, the sky ship doesn't block your perspective, but you see the ground shifting. Rippling, like something large is burrowing just beneath the surface of the dust and dirt in the direction of the caravan. Is anyone else on deck? Captain, first mate, any of the crew? Uh, right now, uh, Captain Zandis is not there, but Khalil, the first mate, is at the helm. <clears throat> okay, uh, Orm will bolt uh, for Khalil. Khalil, look, down there. I think those people are in trouble. I think they're about to die. 
get the captain. I'll be back. And I bolt for our quarters, and I uh, find my way to the witch's door, mm -hmm. uh, or, uh, or I think I slept, uh, but I'm out early, and I just start beating on the door and yelling for everybody to get up um, and yell, uh, specifically yell Imogen's name as loud as I can. Yeah. You all hear the... What? Um, some people on the ground are, uh, I think, about to get eaten or something. Wake up. Get everybody up. And I just start slapping on doors and yelling, wake up, uh, for everybody on board. Rapidly, as all of you begin to hear the banging sounds and the, the voices rising in the hallways beyond the chambers that you've chosen here below deck on the Silver Sun, uh, the Captain Zenus comes pushing through from their quarters and what is, there's something at, at uh, it's way too early. And they go ahead and start trudging back to the, to the surface. What are the rest of you doing? Running up to the surface. Getting, making sure everybody else is up. And okay. This is too early. Get up. Move up. Get up. Oh, that's just how tall you are standing. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I would uh, drag Zondis to the edge of the ship and then with sword out, point it down. There, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, they lean over the edge and glance down, pulling uh, what looks like a, a very intricate, thin, but multi-multi-tiered spyglass out of their pocket that draws out and puts it across. Well, goodness, it looks like we found ourselves a Dustra. Claps it into their a pocket, Dustra? puts it down. Dustra? Dustra. All right, man the harpoons with the chains. We don't want to kill it. They're not usually dangerous. I don't know why it's going after this thing in particular. There's, they're not carnivorous, but I think I got an idea. I got an idea. Uh, Khalil, give me the helm. Help these people. And they charge back and climb up quickly to get behind the wheel of the ship. Uh, Khalil begins shouting out, All right, everyone, get the, uh, get the harpoons ready. Get the chained harpoons, okay? And starts directing out to the rest of you. You can see uh, the rest of the crew starting to come out. Gordy's kind of right. like wiping his eyes a bit. Uh, Tarana looks over and grabs the edge of one of the ballista. Who's, who's doing what? I'll, I'll um, grab a ballista. Are we getting closer to it? Are we shifting directions and heading uh, out? Right as you're like making that, that thought in your head, the sails shift and the ship begins to go into a subtle dive. And you watch as a lot of the, the barrels and, and crates and uh, various elements and materials that are stored on the deck begin to just slightly slide, shifting with the, the, the seeming uh, directional weight of the front of the ship. Um, listing, that's the word I was looking for. As it lists slightly, everything begins to, to move towards the front, but it doesn't quite get to the point where anything will slam and go overboard. The captain kind of ensuring that the, the contraptions that keep the skyship afloat are directionally moving properly. Um, as it glides down, though, you guys watch as the horizon moves up above you, and you get a full perspective beyond the edge of the deck, no matter where you stand, of the landscape below you. And you can now see the early morning lights of the caravan. There's lanterns hanging, they give these little pinpoints of light, uh, and as the, the rays of the sun begin to hit the edge, you can see some of the colored cart flags and banners that it uses to, to very loudly uh, connotate its existence, as it also as a warning against the various crawler gangs. Um, you also see, out of the dust, this large ripple, just kind of tearing, breaking across the surface. And for a brief second, you see something emerge from it. It looks like a squid. Um, it has this long head that kind of dives outward, and you see these tendrils that kind of come behind it. It's like a massive, mutated cephalopod, but it's covered in spines and weird kind of uh, hooked, like horned toad-style uh, ridges that go across the sides of its body, and at the very point where the head emerges, you see it split into four different kind of jaw openings before it dives back down below. You hear Zonda shout from the back, 
They're not usually hunters. Something's drawing it. Get there, get there ready! And at that point, the thing lists further. You watch as one of the ammunition carts begins to slide towards the edge. Uh, Gordy's going to go ahead and reach over and try and grab for it. Come on, Gordy. Who's manning the the um, the ballista right now? I got Nobody one. It. You've There's got one. one? I'll get up on the other one. Okay. Okay. Two claimed. I'll go to Ashton and and cast enhance ability on them and give them a. a uh, advantage on uh, dexterity checks. You got it. Okay. So as you both go over, uh, <clears throat> Gordy does manage to actually grab the barrel and hold it off to the side. Uh, Tarana is helping you load the uh, the harp, the chained harpoon on the left hand side chain? of the sky. Well, that's the one we want. Okay. Uh, you, uh, there's nobody. Actually, no. Khalil is available, so Khalil can help you too. Khalil rushes over and helps you get the massive harpoon. And opposed to the ones that you've previously shot in the previous battle, these are much thicker and have kind of a hooked barb at the end, are designed to dig and hold wherever they're shot towards. Oh is there also one. There's at another the very one. Back. There's one at the very back. Okay, I'll um, go hop up to that one. Will okay. It, will it be able to? Well, up yeah. And over the ship. I mean. Uh, do you think it's a good idea, Fern? Kind of, kind of yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, okay. So you go ahead and rush up to the poop deck on the very back of the ship, to where there's the final, the third ballista. Um, you go ahead and load in the harpoon yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take you a minute. Uh, you watch as this beast, which I mean, like from you don't get to see the full mass of it. Only parts of it peek through as it occasionally breaks the surface and then digs back into the, the broken ground. Does the caravan seem like it has seen it at all? Uh, it's too far away for you to see any sort of change in its behavior, and it's too quick, so you have no idea. Can Chet, can you use your horn? Can you single out somebody in that caravan and use your horn? Oh, destroy it, it's a gift. Um, <clears throat> It'll destroy it? No, it'll make it disintegrate in my hand. Uh, <laughs> I look at the caravan, and I pick one of the beasts of burden, and I, <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll pick a, a humanoid entity at the back and try and like, Okay, okay. You put all of your breath into this horn, and it's just for, and you begin to realize maybe, maybe you got uh, swindled for some cash. Son of a bitch. Did it work? Hold on, I gotta make a new list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, oh the ballista are both set, and you are not, the, the ship is now starting to turn up as it's getting dangerously low towards the ground, but it is beginning to catch up to Captain this duster beast. Here's in his head. How high up there. can these? Their head. Sorry. sorry How high up can these dusters go? You hear back from Captain uh, Sandus. No, not very high. They're, they're mostly terrestrial diggers, and they're generally scavengers and vegetarians, which is why this is very strange. Any ranged attacks? I don't know. I never fought one. I mean, don't go this deep into the valley. Skyships avoid this area for a reason. I told you that. I cast fly. Okay. And I'm going to take off for the caravan. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, uh, what? Uh, mm. How far are we from the caravan, by the way? At this point, you're roughly. 400 feet from it, and gaining quickly, both you and the beast. Um, but you are gaining on it. So you're getting to the to the point where the while the skyship is pulling up, you're starting to lose a proper aiming position towards it. And here's Xander shout out from the back: If you're gonna take aim, do it now. What's the play here, Captain? Can we take one of these things? Are they too much? 
We're not gonna take it. We're gonna distract it, pull it away. Okay. I'll count of three. Yeah. Three! Oh shit! Go ahead. Fire. Fire. Okay, <laughs> both of you. Roll, you have an advantage because of the uh, enhanced ability. But I do not. No. Uh, plus. So dex. I just, yeah, you roll and add a plus six, is what it is. 13. 20. 20, okay. 13. It fires free. The chain that's wound up on the side immediately is going off, and you can watch as it's hitting the edge of the railing. Um, it arcs past the beast. Uh, it was just a little bit off, and the. Uh, the, the chain is kind of grinding, and you can see now the the railing around it has this heavy, heavy metallic reinforcement specifically for this purpose. But you can see it grinding against it, and sparks are shooting. Um, and then eventually the chain just goes limp, and you can see it beginning to drag behind it. It's like we meant to. We can zip line down. And yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Yours does hit. Go ahead and roll three d eight for me. All right. Sorry. Sorry. 68. 68, that, that changes the territory. Uh, just find some d8s. Uh, I might have to borrow a Okay, three, okay, 68. Three will do it. Uh, that's 12, 13. Uh, 13 plus, 13 plus 19. Uh, okay. 32. 32. I rolled you got it. pretty well. It sticks into the Dustra as it was just diving back in, and the chain suddenly rips taut. As it does, you can see the very edge of the railing kind of buckles slightly. You watch the metal bends, so you hear this loud as it as it pulls against it, and the ship suddenly oh, begins no. to list to one side and is pulling at a slight angle. Um, at which point you see Captain Tennis go, ah, come on, and begins turning the wheel quickly and pushing it against the weight of the chain. Go again, 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 other side! From the back. Oh boy. So try to get a, a tail situation or something, whichever is, is you know. About now you're set. It's going to be a more difficult shot, okay. but I'm here for it. Go ahead oh, let's go. Never know. Can you guide yourself? <clears throat> I guide myself. Okay. <laughs> Go. Good call. Okay. I'm adding six. Yes, to whatever you roll. Okay. Plus guidance. Where? where, where, where D4. D4. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, that would be a 20 total. You needed an 18. Oh! So with that, it goes off the front. And at this point, the ship's pulled up and it's listed to the side to where. You just—you didn't really know where it was anymore. You couldn't see it. You just kind of shot and hoped. Here we go! <laughs> you all watch it cruise off the top, and then suddenly it pulls tight. You hear now this like deep reverberant growl. As that chain tugs, the boat begins to list from the back, yeah, and you watch as the captain goes, "God shit!" and reaches down and underneath the the wheel. Uh, there are there's a second set of controls that handle the the intensity and strength of the broomstone upon the ship itself. You watch as they reach down and pull one heavy leather lever from there and just yank back. As they do, you see the central gem that sits uh, in the middle of the ship begin to glow brightly, and you all feel the wood of the ship begin to vibrate. Things begin to just clatter and shift. As it does, the the ship kind of locks into place and continues to move forward, but now it is anchoring it. At its current, like, angled listed state, and the ship begins to slow and slow 
It's an air break, if you will, an arcane air break for this. And as it slows and slows, you can hear again. You also notice now flares beginning to come off of the caravan. Um, they've either noticed the encroaching creature or they heard the alarm notification from your horn. Um, What's the distance look like between uh, the creature and the caravan now? Uh, they're about 250 feet from yeah, We're like 400 from the creature, yeah. right? At this point, the ship begins to slow, begins to slow, and uh, the caravan, you see it as the, the large kind of colored plumes go off in the air, these, these kind of notification flares. You watch the back of the caravan, a bunch of uh, warriors and like guardians begin to shift to the back to keep watch. And they begin another other individuals begin to pick up and all the beasts are being ushered further and faster now to get itself to a safe space. And you can see they're not terribly far from what looks to be a large rocky hillside, like some sort of like solid rock hill that moves out of the ground, and they're moving over towards that direction. As it does, you kind of glance down over the edge, and indeed you have these two chain-held harpoons that are in this beast that itself is like kind of scooting through the dirt, and it's trying to fight, but it's unable to pull away from the strength of the ship, and occasionally the ship kind of like <laughs> lurches a bit. It's and still fighting pretty hard, though. It's trying to fight, yeah. Am I am I closer to it at this point? And can we see her? Uh, from what you can, oh, you you now have driven off. You can get as close to it as you want to, because um, you you flying and it's about the, the length of the chains here. It's about maybe I'd say at this point, 150 or so feet, 200 feet from the front of the ship, and to where the chains go top. That's the the full length of it. So you shot it when it was closer, and then as it pulled back, the chains went taut and kind of are holding it like a kite. Um, so it takes you. Uh, under a minute, I'd say, to get to the, to get within a pretty close range of the beast. And how high is, if we guesstimate it from where we are, is that thing? Two hundred feet, you just said. Not away. I asked how far away it was oh. from the caravan. Now I'm asking how high, like when it's, like revealing itself, it. high, how high into the air. Gotcha. Well, it's it's you haven't seen it like leap out. You've only seen it kind of like breach the right. surface and go back under. Um, and what you've seen, you you guesstimate at a first glance, second glance, you know, fifth glance. Uh, it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty to hundred feet long, um, from tip to just thinking of how you discern squids and the way that they are proportionally placed, but you have not seen the full back of it, nor have you seen the underside. What you do see, as it's now taut in there, the two chains locked into it, um, you see one central, like bright blue, almost like a deep cerulean blue eye that occasionally opens up with like a secondary glass lid that kind of closes and can protects it, and it just kind of is writhing in the ground, getting ground slower. And slower and slower, and that's kind of where you're sitting at the moment. Yeah. Imogen, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna. Monster. Oh God. Yeah, do it. Come on, you're all out there I flying. Like, I know, but I have like a couple thoughts. But uh, concentration. Um, oh no. I'm gonna do first, uh, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna uh, like float, float down to where I can like look it in its eye. Okay, and now you. It is a bit dangerous. To get too close, because you do see parts of it thrashing, and this close up, you can see the texture of it. Um, it has crustacean-like plates across a large part of its body, um, all similar coloration to a lot of the the earth and dirt around here in the Hellcatch Valley. It has like an ashen, uh, like a, a light gray visual to it. Um, 
but the closer you get, you can see there are striations through it, uh, almost like there's colors that shift or ripple through with blood pumps. Like it, uh, it seems to have deep-set brown veins that occasionally kind of shoot through it visually, with what parts you can see breaching the surface. It's very fascinating, weirdly beautiful as much as it is scary. Um, and as certain tendrils kind of lash out out of the dirt and whip around, some are like grasping and wrapping around the uh, the chains, almost like trying to pull itself free or trying to pull something down, but they're caught at a stalemate. Um, and the one eye that's kind of appearing is kind of, it's, it's odd because it's not flat. The, ear, the eye is almost the pinnacle of a weird bulge. Like it rises up to an eye that's just kind of pushing out of the top of an apex. Okay. Like a periscope. I'm going to get, oh God, I'm going to look at it in its eye and I'm going to say, stop. And I'm going to command it to just stop moving. Okay. What was the. Wisdom 15. Wisdom 15. Uh, the tendrils begin to lax. Ooh, and it's just kind of, the thrashing stops. Damn. Okay. As it does that, I'm going to lower myself down to the ground. And I'm going to try to use open mind on it and detect its thoughts. What? Okay. Just porn. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, are you going to do like a full push dive into it? Okay. Yeah. So it's it's challenging because like it it's odd that it recognizes a command, right? Which means it has to understand something. Yeah, it, un it understands an aspect of, of of language at the very least, or an, an intent to that regard. And there is an intelligence to this creature. And you, you push past that, and you sense a lot of pain. You sense uh, a desperation and an anger. And as you push further beyond the barrier of its immediately alien mind, you get senses of uh, being lashed, being hurt, being, being pushed beyond its boundaries. Um, you see images and, and, and memories within it, though the, the visual itself is very fisheye and stretched, um, of underground caverns, uh, home, a sense of home and belonging and being pushed and forced from it, of having brood children taken. Uh, and a real deep, burning sense of vengeance. All I'm going to try to do is convey thoughts to it. To say I'm sorry for your loss. Help. Let's see if I can calm it at all. It's pretty wound up. Yeah. I'll say make a persuasion check with disadvantage. That memories are getting shot in the ass with our Well, it's added uh, those to the pile now. Oh. <laughs> um, 15 with disadvantage. 15. It doesn't calm. Um, it definitely has reduced its aggressive, instinctual, destructive reach out and smashing uh, its sense that it's brought to this space, but it's. 
it's certainly still driven. It's certainly still angry and vengeful. Them? I want to point to the caravan. It just seems to be lashing out. All right. When you ask them, it doesn't have any certain personal connection with the caravan in front. It, it acknowledges that you refer to it, and what you get back from it is it just wants to destroy. Okay. I'm going to cast fly again. Okay. <laughs> and kick up. Um, oh, God, I'm going to kick up into the air and get onto the airship again. Okay. And try to do so before it regains its motion. You all watch as this image and just flies down, just kind of drifts right above its bright blue eye, and it slowly begins to reduce its aggressive stance. Not entirely, but there seems to be almost an, an odd pause, a space between them, a connection where there's, knowing her and her abilities, possibly a conversation. And then eventually she takes off again, and it still kind of slowly is wrapping itself around the chains. How'd it go? Are you all right? I'm fine. That was so cool. Well, what you do could we do? Have been very hurt. It's been hurt. It's been tortured. I think people probably destroyed its home and its family. Oh no. It's oh. angry. Orm's tracking the caravan. Have they gotten? Anywhere where we can feel they're reasonably safe at this point? They're about three, three, four minutes of travel beyond getting us. It is a large caravan, and it's even moving at its speed. This is, you know, when you're, when you're off the road, the land itself is a little difficult to, to move on with just simple carts and places. And so they have a few minutes before they'll be in, truly in a safe spot. Do we need to do more to calm I, it? I mean, I, I don't know what else I can do. I've, I can keep trying to calm its emotions or freeze it as much as possible until at least they get to safety, but I certainly don't want to cause it any more harm. Should we just disconnect and? It'll, it'll kill them. Well, should, we can wait until, I can I can speak with animals. I don't know if it's an animal, though. I don't, I don't think, think it's an it animal. is. Captain, yeah. you think these chains will hold? Yeah. That's a good question for the captain. Does <laughs> it? <laughs> You know, I have not really, uh, you know, held back a dustress, so hopefully? At which point the ship kind of <laughs> lurches forward once more. I don't know. We could, uh, you know, uh, just get ready by the pins. Hold, uh, hold on. I'll give you the go. Set them free. We can always buy more chains. Do people try to capture these dust dustress? Mm, not usually. They do, coming to the surface like this is. Uh, it's a rare sight, indeed. Let Something's been after him. <sighs> I guess welcome to the valley. <laughs> uh, Captain, is there a world where maybe we could just lift it and just move and then put it back down very calmly? Uh, we can uh, certainly try. So we can still go on our way and let the caravan do its thing. We well, might lift it somewhere back the other way or something? Yeah, just like a, a, our cargo. A cargo dustra. Xandas kind of like gets this, this intense contemplative look in the middle of their face, and their eyes go wide with a, a, a manic grin. <laughs> it's quite an a, entrance into Basarus if we did. Glance over <laughs> rapidly to their first mate. 
Galil, you want to try and pick up a beast? It's <laughs> like, uh, aye, aye, Captain. Oh no. That felt like a no to me. Yeah. That really yeah. felt all right, like all right. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. To the chain stations. Uh, any of you? You see, you seem to be kind of magic oriented, right? Oh yes, Mary. Get to the two front gems. If you can go ahead and I don't know, give it magic or something. I I don't know how this works. <laughs> you heard the captain. Go give him magic. Go give him magic. What kind of? I mean, they don't know how the ship works. Wait, what do you mean, I mean give it magic? The, give the, the things that are lifting us a, a magical boost. I know how to make a ship go. I know how sky ships move forward. I know how to fix it. I know how to make sure that everything is going okay with it. But I don't really know how to make this, the magic part stronger. It's not my strong suit. How do uh, sky ships do in, in lightning storms? I mean, classically and historically, pretty terribly. Okay, well then I won't try that one. <clears throat> Right. Isn't there a lever or something that you have that you pulled underneath there? Yes, and I'm going to put it the other way and give it all she got to try and bring this thing out of the land because that's what you wanted to do. I mean, can these chains even hold this thing? It's 80 feet I don't long. know, but Listen, I'm raring to try. We do not have to do this. This is just an idea I was throwing out no, there. No, we're doing it now. We can try it. Can't throw it out there and then walk it back. Bad, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if, Oh, I'm curious. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay. We could alternatively, alternatively, we could try to to, to confuse it, uh, distract it, uh, influence its mind to say that the caravan went a different direction or Boring. something. Boring. I feel like the levitating? time for common sense is over. Yeah, we're picking this bitch up. Now's the time for action. Fall, feather fall. <laughs> no. Feather Either fall. No. Maybe we can try feather casting fall feather fall on the creature. That's not a bad idea. And that'll make it uh, lighter. Oh. <sighs> We could try. I'm gonna try. I can bring you. Shit. I'm still. I still got fly on me. I can bring you over the side, lot and then get it down close. Um, I'm gonna try some weird ass shit. All right. I gotta. I gotta get within sixty feet of okay, it. Okay. Climb on my back. All right. <laughs> Don't fall. I do a Yoda backpack situation, <laughs> and I'm gonna try to fly down to the creature with Laudna okay. on me. Okay. So you grab on and fly over. Uh, immediately as you leave the ship. And have that, you know, which at this point the, the ship is maybe ninety or so feet off the ground. You know, it's it's held, you know, down by the creature. Like I said, like in a very kite-like uh, scenario, mm -hmm. um, but you still feel that kind of rush under your stomach. Uh, you coast over it. You hear the captain shout outside. Tell us when. <laughs> Oh, right. oh, side note, Hi. since Imogen first flew away, Orm is on the side of the ship waiting to, doesn't want to, but is waiting to arrow Flynn down the chain uh, if need be, and he's in that exact same position watching them like a hawk. We have, mm -hmm. we have two chains attached to it. If we're going to really try this, we should probably attach all three chains, right? I already tried one. You want another one? Yeah, that we should try it That would be nice, again. actually. Yes, please. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Help me, baby! <laughs> I, will I will guide you. If there's another, if there is another uh, chained harpoon, uh, no, there is one affixed per ballista. So, you have to so reel you'd, it in. you'd have to reel it in. Oh, is that a, is that a strength? Thing? Uh, it's more of a time-consuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a uh, Gordy and Tarana rush over and start helping you pull the chain in. Um, and this will take you a couple minutes to do so. Um, so you're pulling and you're all pulling in, and it is, it is, it is a heavy workout. You can, you're all sweating. 
Um, at this point, good too, the ship is like, no the creature is now starting to uh, to get a little more angry and uh, sense that it's being held time. in place. <laughs> I'll try and wait for them because Featherfall only lasts for a minute. It's not, um, it only Can gives I, a little should, bit. Should I try to command it again and see if it works? <laughs> and just say, calm it down? <laughs> Does it even understand your commands? It understands uh, my okay. commands. Would this be considered a huge creature or bigger? Or oh, this neither. would be much larger than a huge creature. Oh. This would be considered gargantuan. Uh, oh, gargantuan, gargantuan creature. Yeah. Uh, I just for shits and giggles, I'm going to try and rage and beat the main crystal with my fists. I see if I can pump magic into it, literally just by punch, because I can't clearly can't damage it very well. Hey, dude, punch a crystal. Fuck, I'm punching a crystal. No, no, no. Sure. God. All right. We're all going down. Yeah, we are. I'm I'm punching it with my fists, man. If a fist is all it takes, then we were dead already. Uh, <laughs> so what do I get? Um, uh, I'm gonna try again before Bo I. Bo did some pretty dope shit. I just want to say. I'm trying again. <laughs> so it's two rages used. Yep, and it's the same roll three times in a row. Fuck it. Uh, I'm gonna just start. <laughs> I'm gonna start throwing uh, space attack, uh, basically space attacks into this as gently as I can to just start trying to see if it can like absorb some of whatever okay. the fucks in my head. You start just <laughs> hitting the crystal, and the captain goes, "What are you doing? <laughs> I'm kind of magic. I don't know." Okay! And you do, you, you full on go Ip Man on the crystal, yeah. uh, and while you're doing that, you're sure. pulling the chain out. The do? three of us are. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. just, um, as soon as we get within 60 feet, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait for the chain. Okay. Just to try and maximize. Sure, I'll try to command the creature to calm down one more time. Just freeze. I'm just looking over both sides, trying to keep an eyes eyes on the girls. Uh, my my face is kind of awkwardly, like you know, like right next to Imogen's. And as we wait, I'm just like, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And just in case it can understand me, I will use speak with animals. And I'll yell down to it. it. It's okay. We're not gonna harm you. I hope you can understand me. <laughs> can, can you? That same like guttural vibration kind of comes up from the ground, and you hear, or at least take in the the magical translation of. Where are they? <gasps> you can talk to it. I will open my mouth and go. Which means they've Just fled behind you. Who's they? Like whatever he's looking for. <laughs> Why don't you ask him what they're look what he's looking for? Hard to say a word in this fucking language. If <laughs> <laughs> I take a few minutes, uh, sure, I'll. I'll Find out who attacked him. I'll ask. Who, who do you seek? <laughs> My spawn. Oh. Where are Baby. they? She or he is looking for their their spawn. Their their kids. 
Where did they last see them? Oh boy. That's <laughs> did not you lose them in the toy owl? Yeah. <laughs> We don't know where they are. He says, "We are not helpful." I'll shout back. Your chain is retrieved. I got the harpoon. We we can we can see great distances from the air. We can climb up and and search for your spawn. And you can come with us. Well, I don't want to promise that. Make a persuasion check. Oh boy. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, I have pretty good persuasion. 14. 14. You all hear once again the the words come through. Find <gasps> them. I must. Oh, we're getting the harpoon back in. My arms are so really slow. I want to find that kid. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let us just go and search. Captain, permission to fire! Do it! Oh god. Oh wait, but I'm just making a breakthrough here. Just Hold say on we need second. to attach something to you to help. No, don't do it! <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? What did you, you say? Maybe, maybe, maybe let them know that we're attaching an extra ouchie to Maybe we should do that yeah, yeah. Ouchie. <laughs> Hold on, I, I feel like if fall. I say we're about to fail you again, it's going to sour the conversation. A little bit. But we're going to shoot the creature. What? Let me just give it one more try to reason with it. Okay, okay. Right. Um, if we if we let you go, will you let those innocent people go? I say in their language. Make one final persuasion check. The Come DC on, is higher letter. from the previous loss. This better be a good roll. <gasps> Natural one. Oh. <laughs> Peace. No. No. All right, shoot the. The tentacles thing. begin to, ah! to tug at the chain. Bullet, bullet, bullet. All right, you're firing. Go ahead and roll. Now I will say. Uh, Roll with advantage because it is currently held in place by two other harpoons, That's so it good. is easier to fire on it. He's got three Plus barrels six. in him. Uh, 24. 24 hits. All right, go ahead and roll 68. Oh, God, okay. Oh, well, I tried. As soon as we see it uh -huh. attach. Oh, wow, 34. 42. As the. 47. Whoa. The stick, the other two have kind of like hit it inside elements. This one kind of scores right kind of in the core, almost triangulating its physical body. It's big enough to the point where it's doing damage, but it's not like none of these are grievous wounds necessarily. 37. I did not roll damage. Oh, that's right. But I don't want to hurt it. Well, too bad. You didn't see where it was going. Hit it with a harpoon, man. Okay. I'm taking that back. Ooh, you rolled high and you're like, yes. I know. Right, math is always right. Shit, number was out. Five, five, yeah. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Got it. So yeah, it's you know, it's taking hits, um, but it's a big beast with a tough hide. Um, but you now have it triangulated with these harpoons. The captain goes, "We good? Yeah, we're in. We're in. Bring it up." They go ahead and disengage that one 
central uh, part of the, yeah. the stock. We, 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 we got our hands on right. the pins for I'm the gonna just in case. And the captain's going to hear in their head. Raise it now. I'm running over and grabbing pins. They put forward the one ratchet that they had to hold back and put into place. The central gem goes calm for a second, and you watch now the creature's tugging. It gets pulled in. Uh, they go ahead and grab another piece and put it down. All three of them strongly begin to radiate energy, and the ship once again begins to vibrate even heavier. As it does, the wheel begins to turn, and the ship begins to pull up at an angle. Um, I just have somebody here roll a d20 for me. I think that'd be me, yeah. Go ahead and add five. Oh, boy. No pressure. Oh, boy, what if the ship cracks in half? 14. 14. It begins to slowly rise, and both of you watch as the feather fall, which makes this even remotely possible. You watch as it begins to be drawn out of the dust. And now you get the first true view of this massive beast as the dust and sand falls off of its form, scattering to the ground below, burying a large portion of the nearby road. It imagine a, a length squid but its central body divides into two dozen long tendrils, each that ends in a long-fingered hand that grabs and wraps around. What? In the center between them, you can see uh, what looks to be a central, there's, the, there's, there's an eye on each side of the top of the head, the ones that you were looking at, and then deep underground as you pull it free, there is one, a third eye underneath between all the tentacles. Wow. Um, uh -oh. As it pulls out, you can see it grabbing onto the chains and in, and it's starting to pull itself oh, it's up. up? It's like now climbing <laughs> oh, up the harpoon oh, chains, but the ship is <laughs> carrying it. It is like airlifting it now off the side. Uh, Watches on this, like, uh, are, we, oh, are we holding out okay? Are we going we're okay? Please tell me we're okay. We should do something about this. We should. We should get high and then just drop it. Oh god! No, we shouldn't. That would kill it. Can we pull Try it away it. from the caravan? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm trying. <laughs> the ship's now <laughs> off to the right and just continues to move on in the opposite direction of the caravan, which at this point you can see is now getting far closer on the cusp of getting itself up onto the rock base. Great. Okay. I'm going to fly and, go. and bring us back up onto the deck. Uh, at which point the other deckhands go forward and they pull the sails forward, Woof, the wind hits, and even more force pulls it forward. The ship kind of begins to list slightly again, but just keeps itself on that angle before pushing forward further, further and further and further, and continues for about two or three minutes at as fast a speed as it can, carrying the weight kind of off in a, a southwestern direction. Um, How's it look down there? We lost sight of it a minute ago. <laughs> How close is it getting to the ship? Is it getting closer to the uh, ship? It's probably about 50 or so feet oh, from its right. tender. Oh, oh, Lower, lower, lower it. down so we can drop it. Lower it. I'm gonna lower it. And the ship begins to go, and it, go, it begins to dip quickly because now it leans it, into the weight. It's definitely gonna kill something else. All right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on the count of three, let's do this. Is there a way to detach these chains? Three. Yes, there are pins. Three, two, one. All the chains dislodge and are dragged down the ship immediately. The immediate loss of weight and the amount of force behind it, it goes into a serious dive upward. And most people begin to slide back and tumble towards the back. The, the, the materials start like dragging down. Um, the, I would say both uh, Ashton and uh, uh, Chetney make a dexterity saving throw because as you land and hit the wall, you look up and watch as the ammunition barrels tip over and all of the large, heavy blister bolts start sliding in your direction. Natural 20. Hey. Nice. Natural one. Hey. <laughs> okay. 
So the ship it picks up and then eventually evens out. As you're glancing over the side and looking, you watch the chains detach. The creature falls maybe about 40, 50 feet before into the dust. And then it digs itself back into the dirt and broken ground of the Hellcatch Valley. And you watch as the pattern of its movement is continuing in a southwestern direction away from the encounter. The caravan itself is kind of now set up camp and just kind of taking its time there upon the stony top of the hill for its own safety. I mean, we can't help them now. Well, no. I mean, I feel like we should. I feel like we should at least fly down towards the caravan and find out if they're the ones that stole the babies. Yeah. Or just, you know, ask for money oh, yeah. for saving them. You know. What if we? What if? Uh, what if they made a liar out of me? I said that they weren't responsible. It's about now that you all look over and notice that there is a large bolt that is like partway through the abdomen of Ashton and pinning them to the <gasps> the wall oh, on the deck. Oh, oh. Wait, what? I'm sorry, you were all busy. I didn't Ashton, want to interrupt anything. Okay? Clearly not. Can I? Can I? Yeah, I do you want me to take it out? You, wait, wait, you do so... take uh, 24 points of piercing. Oh! Damage. Oh my god. If we yank it out of your torso, That's are you going advise. to bleed out? That's what they always say. We gotta cauterize the wound. That's what we got letters for. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can heal. On the. I, Oh, this is gonna hurt out, so We're bad. gonna do this on the count of three. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does anyone have heat? I'm gonna give some um, <laughs> some right. fabric. Yeah, just bite down. Got to, right. I can't lie down, down. There's a point coming out of the other bite, side. Bite down. He's not in his right mind. I'm just gonna yell. Let's do it. Okay, ready? We pulling it out? Yeah, I'm gonna grab the back end of the. I'll get ready for a cure wounds. One, two. I rage. Three. Okay. You pull it out. Immediately, as it's withdrawn, it it takes some meat with it. Yeah! Um, stony meat. But <laughs> dark, dark stony meat. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, I'll cast a cure wounds. Okay. Um, just level one. All right. Oh, okay. You healed ten points. That is good. Ow! Ow! Mm. Well, it's been a great day. I'm going back to sleep. Goodbye. Is <laughs> <laughs> hey, the caravan look okay? I don't make it. To the, the caravan looks like it's fine. Are we, it's do, are we buzzing so. the caravan, or we're we just going to go? We should buzz the caravan and see if they stole the babies. Yeah, we could let them free. Mm. Okay. I'm not getting anything from happening again. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's true. Take a moment to gather yourselves. Mm. Uh, at this point, the the morning has not come into a proper early day. Um, we'll say for the sake of of. Uh, Brevity. You know, narrative brevity, uh, in, in buzzing and uh, possibly going down and visiting leader of the caravan. They're a bit guarded, but thankful for your interaction. Uh, they do not have anything that resembles, nor do they have a space to carry anything that resembles oh, the size of these creatures. Okay, I mean, based on the size here, you can't imagine the the youngins to be too small. <laughs> right. Um, and they do not have any any the capacity to carry anything, and let alone keep something alive that you know could be that dangerous. I, I shoulder up to Chetney as we're talking to them and say, you know, and of course we're just doing this out of the kindness of our hearts in order to help try and protect the valley and just bring a little bit more safety to it for weary travelers such as yourself and really rely solely on charity and tips. Oh. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Oh yes, please. I was worried first. As your ear falls off. <laughs> no. Son of a bitch! Did I call it? This is what happens when you get all cheeky. <laughs> wait, you just wait. take their shit next time. What? And how much is your natural one? Okay. 
They all look at each other. They all look at each other. The the leader of the caravan nods. Thank you very much for your help. Um, we'll we'll put together a a, a a tip gathering service, and they go around and do collections. And about uh, fifteen minutes of waiting patiently, they come back uh, with a bundle that includes two apples, um, seven copper, and like some some fleece that probably got wet and is a bit m- mildewed and musty. Uh, that's good fleece. But that, that, that's what you got, that's your tip. It's good fleece, that's good fleece. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Would you like an apple? I give an apple to Chetney. How's it smell? Smells good. FCG, you want some copper? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so weird. Does FCC have a tongue? It just goes like. Ah, yeah, do you have like a silver flap for a tongue? Let's just say yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's now canon. Uh, but it's made of flesh. Ew. Oh God, no! All of a sudden, we only no. no. Everything that's, that's actually alive. Oh, they, were, oh. they were a cyborg the whole time. I hate this. He's slowly coming back. Oh, flesh tongue FCG can't hurt me. Oh. <laughs> All right, set sail. You we gotta crying? get back on the road. <laughs> All right. So a relatively eventful morning, but thankfully the rest of the day goes by without much of an issue. The uh, the gray horizons and uh, cloud cover seems to be building up towards the south region of the valley, just enough to kind of give a, a coming gray evening and day or days to come. Uh, no signs of storm, but just a little bit of cover. How many more days? No, this is the final day. This is the final day. Uh, you did not roll anything that would have slowed your journey or with any major issues, it seems, and you successfully uh, deterred the Dustra from the caravan. But eventually, the night comes, and as the sun sets, and you see the uh, break, the small little breaks in the cloud cover above to see the familiar stars kind of reminding you of the night, uh, the Glow of Katha pushing through the clouds to give kind of a, a general, kind of soft white hue to the ground below. That's where you see now lights in the distance. Just beyond the grooves of deep ravines and the numerous sprawling roads that carve over and through the handful of bridges that stretch across these lengthy distances where the ground itself seems to fall beneath for a hundred or so feet. Um, these paths all convene on one plateau that sits in the center of this area, and there you can see the lights of the city, Basaris. From there, the first things that catch your eye as you get closer, as the sun just finishes setting, you see uh, a sprawling expanse of small hovels and stone buildings and tents and uh, what looks to be an exterior city, like a sister city around the central city, um, with hundreds and hundreds of small little dots of light showing life and movement through the night. Um, You see a a large, heavy road of some kind that seems to be winding through and around the city, carving into the rock below and through the ravine that surrounds the nearby space. Um, The actual central city itself is surrounded, buttressed by this tall, red rock wall. Um, You see where it it stands at places anywhere between 
30 to 60, 70 feet tall, and seems to be either built out of uh, or built deeply into the rock that this plateau is made from. At the space beyond it, you see the glittering mass of Basaris. Numerous convoluted city neighborhoods and, and sections that just kind of wind and tear through them like a, like a jumbled trash heap with thousands of bits of candlelight and glowing firelights moving within it. You can see uh, a half dozen or more tall smokestacks that rise far above the city, uh, somewhat crooked in the way they make their way upward, and these small trails of black soot that drift off and gather with the clouds of the night sky. You also notice one central tower itself, the most jagged and improbable of them all. Looks like it's built from some sort of odd metallic scrap, uh, rusted in some places, kind of ruddy and dark, other parts shiny and polished. And at the top of it, at its apex, a dull green light that seems to be almost moving, like the oddest lighthouse you've ever seen. It's about then that the light shifts in your direction, and your ship is now completely emblazoned in bright green light, like a spotlight on you. Oh, fuck, we're back. Is this normal? Yeah, this is normal. It's the uh, totic glow. It's kind of a spotlight thingy. What glow? Uh, The totic, totic glow. The light kind of veers off of it, and you know, from experience that uh, you're likely to be intercepted at some point to, to see what you're about. Yep. The captain sets a, their leather strap onto the uh, the wheel of the ship to kind of keep it on course. Approaches you all. Okay, so uh, good news is we're here. Um, bad news is we're seen. And uh, not really much for landing too long, because if uh, what I've heard is correct, skyships that stick around here end up being kind of pulled apart and taken. So I'm just going to set you down and going to leave you to your own devices. And when you need me, give me about a day or so, let me know. I'll come pick you up. Uh, let's go. And they go back to the to wheel, <laughs> hitch the uh, edge of their, their long pulley onto it. And as they turn the ship, the gems begin to flare for a second and then begin to descend quickly towards the outer western side of the city's outskirts. I go over to Imogen's skirt and I pull on it. Can I ride down this time? Ride down, what do you mean? Well, like, you know, Laudna got up and she got the first one. Can I, can I go numero dos? I wasn't planning on flying again just yet, but. Why not? You're more than welcome to try to climb on my back as we, as we head on down. Are you going to fly? No. Take the piggyback ride, Chutney. No, I don't want to spoil it. I'll wait. <laughs> Next time I fly, though, you can come with me. Ooh! Deal. All right. Side note, it's when could you fly? When did that happen? I don't know. I've never done it before. Just it, it, like seeing Orem fall off the side, it just kind of triggered something. Thought it started when it did. Maybe just being on an airship, your body just 
acclimated. And was Wouldn't like, it be funny if I could do fly. it all along and I just never, you just never done it? Maybe trusted? If we gave you like a fish to hold, you could then suddenly breathe underwater or something. I like where you're going with this. That's a great idea, yeah. yeah. Experiments. I feel like we had just given you a little push on the Skyway. We could have had this going so much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm Imogen Timalt, and this. It's jackass. <laughs> 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 uh, as you get closer to the ground, you can now see emerging from the nearest gates of the large red walled portion of the city uh, a handful of dust trails. And beginning to come in your direction. Welcome, party. Tearing through the, uh, what you know as the skids. Yeah. Uh, the Carmine skids. The ship begins to get close to the ground before it comes to gently rest on the dirt, as it does, kicking up a cloud around it. All right, everyone, get off now. Uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, looks like we got crawlers incoming. So best, uh, best to not to give them a reason to keep us here. Huh? <laughs> right. Go. Thank you so much. Yep. Hey, thank, thank you. you. So I go in for just a, a simple hug. Thank you so much for getting us here. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm gonna try to take the the. Go for it. Roll a sleight of hand. Natural twenty. Oh! 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 Just in case. <laughs> Very much not a natural twenty. <laughs> hey. Now, the least I could do. Quite literally, is the least I could do. I, I don't really want to do this, but I owe your orc uh, master my you know, my life and my job. So, uh, sure, it's just thank you so much. <laughs> okay, bye bye. All right, uh, stay safe. Don't die. Don't get murdered. Um, you all step off the ship, and just as fast as as you, the last foot leaves it, it takes off and begins to head in a westward direction. It's right about then that you hear this sound. It sounds like like dozens of, of, of grinding metallic devices, like axes on axes. You hear like, like sparks and metal being pushed and ground against other parts of, of jagged scrap, as well as an odd, different kind of reverberation in the ground. You all turn back over in the direction of the city, and you now see from the plumes of dust massive machines. The front themselves, these thick, wide wheels covered in like scaled spikes that just grind into the dirt as they <laughs> cruise over. And the first one you get a glance at, the back of it is built like the rear side of a sort of terrifying beast horse. A pair of back legs that just grind and push into the ground with like metallic claws. As it grinds around the side, you can see on the back of it two figures riding it, kind of one holding a set of handles to the back and the one in the front, having almost like a set of handlebars, turning it as it grinds down. And you see about four more, all same general build, but variations that seem like they've been cobbled by whatever could be found and uh, on top of that built to be unique to whatever the personality of its owners was. As they all come to a stop, the first one, the person who was driving it steps off and lands. You can see a heavy set of goggles on their eyes. You can see a heavy scarf kind of waddled around their neck and thrown off the side. Uh, a, the, the scarf itself, a, a jet black color. And as they approach, they hold a large hand axe to one side, put the other hand out in front, and you can see on their elbow there's the, a black tattoo in the shape of a sun. Um, as the hand's out, the voice goes, Okay, who the fuck are you? And what are you doing? It's okay, they're just like this a lot. I go invisible. <clears throat> <laughs> um, um, 
passionate and are you good to talk to these people? People don't tend to like you. Uh, we're just travelers coming in, hoping to visit some old friends, maybe do a little business, a little salvage. Name's Graymore. Oh, you're from the house. Yep. Doing pretty well for yourself to come on a fucking skyship, wouldn't you say? Well, doesn't belong to me. I haven't seen one of those in at least 15 years. It's the first time I've ever been on one. Why are you here, Graymore? Looking for somebody who pissed me off. Give a persuasion check. All right. Guidance. Nice. Roll the dice, it's easier to read. Oh, it's up there. Making everybody wait. Uh, oh no, 21. Hey. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> goes down. I can respect that. You all with him? Sadly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Is this Resty's first time? Mm-hmm. I've been here before. I'm as shocked as anyone I know. Yeah. Welcome to Basarus. You're under the protection of the Gajakantis. By that I mean, just don't get in too much fucking trouble, all right? If you do, clean it up. You're all a bit bright. I'd suggest maybe uh, not being as bright. Oh, right. We get out the cloaks. Don't tell anyone you took that thing in here. That's going to be the talk of the city for the next week and a half at least. That's a very good call. Thank you. Don't fuck it up. Do my best. Uh, before you call, before you, you take off, I was I was just curious. It's been a while. What? Um, they, they, they're listening, but they're walking back and they're like, what you need? And they're stepping back up onto the. Is Death Wish still a thing? <laughs> when is it not? Skids past, throwing dust all in your direction. You all get <laughs> surrounded in the cloud of dust before the other ones begin to purr alive. You can see some have flame jets that oh out of the back of it. And they're just showing off at this point. They're just trying to spook you as they all kind of ride by and then head back to the city. What's, uh, what's Death Wish? It will be the silver lining of this trip. Yeah, but what is it? The silver lining of this oh. trip. Oh, Ashton. <laughs> Death Wish? Oh, gotta be something fun. It's competition. Don't yeah. worry. No one else is tracking us. I'm keeping an eye. Oh, where where the you? fuck are you? I'm, I'm, I'm watching our flank. Somewhere I'm gonna take a wild swing. All right. Uh, roll the disadvantage. One. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is a very, it is a very wild swing. So Ow. wild that the hammer <laughs> flies from your grasp and just go. Oh, yep. Can't do that. I saw that. <sighs> yep. I'm gonna go pick that up. Oh, I gotta, I gotta sleep. Well, where do we do that? <clears throat> oh yeah, gotta go find a place to sleep. Um, uh, wait, where, where did we get dropped specifically? Yep. Are we outside? Sorry, you are outside the city. You're you're on the outskirts of the giant walls. You are on the outskirts of the Carmine Skids. You are like essentially, like outside outer of ring? the of the, yeah, the outer ring this, of the city. The Skids is almost. Outside the outer ring, the skids is just kind of this place where it's a lot of people who honestly 
either can't or shouldn't be let in the city live. Should we head straight into the city, or uh, if we can find here? a place to sleep in the city, that would Should probably we go to the be best. Oh wow! Yeah, where's there's got to be the somewhere strip? to sleep on the strip. The strip, you know, like a Every mall. Town's got a strip. They have all like, a whole, like, like a whole, like a whole strip, or is that <laughs> a place? Yeah. The strip. It's the Salma Salmagunda Strip. Salmagunda. It's a big I'm trying to remember which which place has like. But I don't know if that's the raw den doesn't have, have, ends, have or, yeah. sleeping quarters. Yeah, it does. I mean, most most so, uh, and you'll notice this as you get in, um, and you'll probably inform them as you begin yeah. to enter the city. Um, uh, unlike places like Drusar, which have kind of uh, taverns in the classic sense, as they have a lot of people that travel from around the world. Um, so you get, to, and you, you probably know this from passing through some other areas of, of the continent as well. They have what are called uh, caravanserai, where like a tavern is one part bar, one part inn. Caravanserai are one part inn, one part shopping mall. Um, <laughs> it's, and it generally has a large courtyard in the center, um, with a number, number of like carts and shops and hitching posts and place to like hitch up your beasts for the night and stay, have a place to stay there. Bars and places to drink tend to be a little rough and tumble and outside of the sleeping arrangements, um, for the most part. But as you're kind of giving a little bit of an overview of this, and you can expand upon this if you'd like to, to kind of give them a, an idea of what they're in for, you begin to approach the outside of the Carmine Skids. And immediately you see, now close up, a, a ragtag jumble of like small gathered tents, uh, like large crates, like they carried uh, massive war machines that have been built on top of each other and turned into a house uh, and have been retrofitted to be a living space. You can see uh, bits of stone and clay that have been built up and set to be just a, a simple, cheap place to live. It very much has a like an odd, off-the-grid survivalist sense to it. And as you walk through, um, you can't help but notice people either not giving a shit that you're walking through or way too interested that you just walked in. There are folks that are out looking at and starting to speak and point towards the, the sky ship as it begins to vanish in the distance, the green light still occasionally coming onto it and kind of identifying it like a laser pointer at a distance and begins to rouse new interest. Stop and look at the ship yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Point at it. Wow, what is that? <laughs> How cool. Just out of curiosity, I get a group deception check, please. Oh, oh cool. Wow, that is cool. All right. Wow. What uh, a weird 12. game. This is turning out to be nine. Eight. 18. 26. 17. 12. That's an interesting spread. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> Doesn't take too long for you to work through the skids and to get the sense that you're not standing out like sore thumbs necessarily, but you're certainly not blending in seamlessly with the people who live here. Um, as you continue further and further towards the heart of the city, seeing the carmine walls getting taller and taller as you approach, you also occasionally glance over your shoulder and get the sense that maybe you are being followed. You glance over and see something kind of just shift off to the side. Uh, you specifically, Orem, being the eagle-eyed member of this team and already kind of feeling a bit defensive, glancing about, you see like somebody jump from a rooftop to another rooftop nearby, just the shadow shift past. Ooh, um, we have a 
Yank, 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 and I yank on uh, Ashton's uh, pant leg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to reach that. Uh, we have we have a tail. Where? Right here. <laughs> That's not my tail. Uh, Over there. Not a tiefling. Chutney. Fuck all. Ch- Chutney. Yes. Uh, Still invisible. I think we've got a tail up on the rooftops. Be cool about it. Rift don't want to make tails. any. We don't want to make any waves yet. Just let's see what this is about. Maybe no problem. I'll bleed them quiet. No bleeding, please. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Is he that? He's gone. No, He's I don't. Gone. I just I drop. I drop like ten ten steps or so back and like off to the side. Specifically now, keep an eye up on the roofs while they keep okay. going. Okay. See what I can see. Pressing forward and kind of quickening the pace a bit, you begin to approach the western gate. As he's going off, I'm gonna make a just a mental connection with him so we can talk. Do you have to see the person to make a mental connection? Ooh. Why, yes, I do. Well, I can in... see within 30 feet of him. Fortunately, your memories. Fortunately, he's been invisible for quite some time, but. Forget it then. It's like I was never born. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, makeshift roadway here, the path that's just been carved through foot traffic and, and the amassing of buildings on each side leads towards the, the western wall and the Carmine uh, exterior. As you can see, the, the large torches that kind of just burn upward, but the kind of black char marks that climb up a good you know, 30, 40 feet above from the smoke and the, the heat, um, the gates are partially open, just enough for like a person to walk through one at a time. And you see two more individuals waiting there. One of which is a, a, a massive uh, orc figure with a face mask pulled on. Uh, they have what looks to be a, a small helmet with a singular blade that kind of juts out, like in the front. Um, they also have the black scarf around their neck and those same like sun, like dark sun tattoos on their shoulder, on their elbows. And on the to the right of them, you see another figure, human, um, looks a bit older. Uh, very thin uh, legs, but like a built, like muscular shelf of a torso, uh, wearing like heavy hide armor with looks to be like spikes jettisoning from it. They also have the same black scarf and the same elbow tattoos. And uh, as you step close to it, uh, the orc leans out and goes, You the out of towners? Mostly out of towners, a couple locals coming back. Right, Greymore, right? They said you were coming in. Yep. All right, get in. Just kind of lean over and whisper to Ashton. Word certainly travels fast here. Yes, it does. It travels very, very fast. By the way, and spread this around, don't overpay for anything. Wait. Chetney, don't overpay for anything. Trying to blow my cover. (laughs) (laughs) You're keeping a watch, make a perception check for me. Oh, yeah. The eyes of Chetney are apart. Fuck. <laughs> Seven. No, ten. I, ten. I have not stopped looking at it. <laughs> you can roll perception as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but however, I would say with disadvantage. Oh, I got two twos. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you are. Is that with that. advantage? Yeah. Right? It's too crowded, I can't see over anybody. <laughs> 
So you uh, move through, kind of in single file, through the, the slight opening of the gate. The gate itself is about 20 feet tall, and it's it's made of a similar stone material. And as you move past, you can see now there is a uh, like a massive, uh, almost like a like a wooden breach piston on the back of each wall that is built into a giant chained wench. And you can see there's uh, an ogre on each side that. Uh, as you step through, they begin to to crank it, and as they do, it pulls the the wood begins to push against the doors, and it kind of snaps it closed behind you. Um, you now stand within the walls of the city, and as you kind of look around, you can see the the odd cityscape before you. Uh, there are little strange kind of warm yellow and, and, and red glows that seem to be from deeper into the path, and as it, it kind of backlights some of the, the tops of the nearby buildings, and it is just a ramshackle, ragged skyline. Um, you can see there are hanging threads and cables, there are banners, there are, are oil lanterns and glass lanterns that dangle over intersections. It has this, this odd kind of uh, nightmare bazaar meets a, a, a just a, a unique space where everything looks like it was found, cobbled together, and then presented proudly. You continue through what is considered the uh, um, the western dregs, the west mm -hmm. dregs of the city. Where are you taking them? Oh. How do you? How do they know your uh, your last name so well? You know that's a story for after I've had a nice nap. I think. Are are you are you royalty of some sort? Uh, no. Quite possibly the opposite. Um, I don't know what that means. What that? Let's uh, let's take them to the Rahaden, I guess. Okay. The Rod? The Rahaden. We're going to be. Don't want to stay somewhere too nice or too bad. You'll like this place. It's it's a lot. At Ashton's lead, you are brought through the dreg sectors of the city, uh, specifically the, the west dregs. And as opposed to the, the carmine skids that you pass through, this area has a similar sort of just stacked and, and made from whatever's available uh, neighborhood construction, but nicer materials, more materials, better kept. By comparison to, let's say, Drusar, it still looks like an incredibly dangerous place. There are hiding spots and tunnels and pipes and all manner of what looks to be collapsed bits of masonry and buildings that have been then scavenged and built upon in the same space over who knows how long. Some buildings look extremely old, like they may have been here for hundreds of years. Others look like they were built in the past 10. And they all just kind of are pushed together and stacked up. And you can see there are walkways that kind of, in fact, there are elements of this that remind you of the interior of the core spire where you previously lived and can see probably an, threads of artistic inspiration or at least you know, familiar survival instincts that led to the, uh, the neighborhood where the crook house itself is, is embedded within Drusar. How crowded is it? Are there a ton of people around? Uh, at this hour, it's not terribly crowded, um, at least not along the streets. It's not barren either. You say you pass by, you know, maybe a dozen or so people every minute. Okay. And less crowded than Drusar, though. Less crowded, less crowded than Drusar at the okay. moment. Um, this kind of reminds me of when we found Shadana's place. <laughs> a bit, yeah. yeah. Looking through, uh, as you begin to grow closer and closer to the central region of the city on the northern side, uh, you keep an eye on some of the people that pass by. You see some other figures that are also wearing uh, 
kind of outward intense armor that are both made for function and for intimidation. Some have blades that are woven into the leather and uh, the tips broken off to show that they've probably left themselves embedded in somebody else in some sort of a fist fight or a bar brawl, or it's just for show and look like they've gotten involved with something dangerous. Um, you pass by what looks to be one like tall, lanky, red male tiefling who just kind of like his head hangs down between his long shoulders that kind of point out the sides, and his arms kind of just swing from side to side. And he just kind of mad dogs you as he passes, and as he kind of glances over at you, Imogen kind of goes, <laughs> and just walks on past. Um, you okay? It's nothing compared to you, Lodna. It's nothing. It's it was just weak. Posture. Yeah, it was weak. clearly has a tiny pink. Yeah, I go and I remove one of his Achilles <laughs> tendons. Are you? No. Okay. Continuing inward, you can see now the uh, the lantern clusters begin to grow more and more numerous and, and oddly beautiful. At many of the intersections and at uh, regions in the city where it seems like more small carts are set up, where individuals are out there just kind of gathering and talking story and uh, you know, uh, in the process of eating small snacks and just kind of you know, watching, and people watching as individuals pass by. Um, you see uh, an older man in particular with a long pipe who's kind of bundled up in layers and layers of, of multicolored rags, who just kind of, every time he takes a puff, kind of lights up his face a bit, and then he blows out this like awful green smoke that gives this this kind of uh, kind of musky incense smell that is, first is pleasant, but then it quickly grows unpleasant as it fills the space. But up in the middle of this, <laughs> a variation of that perhaps. But you do see dozens and dozens of, of wires that just tangle and tie together, hanging above, and from that, probably about 20 or so different lanterns. Some broken and have just been left up there. Some that are just uh, uh, oil-filled lanterns that are on the very end of their wick, just giving a soft, almost firelight to it. Uh, you see a few magical baubles that are tied up into the mix that give off different colors, uh, and it just kind of has this, this oddly alluring Trash heap in the air, kind of a vibe <laughs> that also cool. is weirdly pretty. <laughs> Asshole. Wait, is this what I'm supposed to do with this? Yes. Oh! Boom. Okay. You? How? What the? F <laughs> when did you? <laughs> I don't know. That's what. I think your time is shining. <laughs> <laughs> As you get closer to the <laughs> center of the Sorry, city, no. another sound, <laughs> similar to what you heard when the uh, those massive constructs came through, but deeper and more distant. And you pass by what looks to be an open, uh, kind of a, a shop yard, where there are all manner of, of contraptions and metal arches with cables that hang from it. And you can see over there, there are multiple tinkerers and engineers currently working on one of those Machines, but this one is larger. The others can carry like two. This may carry four or more individuals. It has two wheels in the front that have almost like these beast claws that hold onto them. Um, and when I say beast claws, it's very much like a like a welder's interpretation. It's not finely made. It's multiple different types of metal and ore and ingots that have been welded and pushed and bent and hammered to kind of resemble claws, but in a kind of a, a rickety, 
easy to get tetanus kind of way. <laughs> On the back, you can see multiple poles that drift up, and there are banners that tatter to pull behind. Uh, one of which looks like uh, a an eye with a claw through it, and it looks like multiple drops of blood that drift to where it kind of just ends and tatters. We're, um, we're stealing one of these at some point, right? I mean, like, like it's it. a thing like yeah. that we're doing. Okay. Feels like it. And then what catches your eye is the much brighter interior past an inner set of small walls and a broken archway that appears to have fallen from the center, but it still kind of gives you the entrance to what is the Salmagunda Strip. Here, you immediately see what is a massive, vibrant marketplace. Those same clusters of lights and lanterns are everywhere. It's almost like a network that doesn't end. Like, a, like a, when you see those large clusters of, of seaweed that gathers over the ocean, like elements of those stretched across, almost blanketing at every major intersection between multiple buildings, sometimes just like singular threads of cable keeping them together, but it is just a web that continues and spreads and pulls all across. And from here, you can see all manner of, of warmly lit buildings with raucous laughter and what sounds like fistfights going on. You can hear hard music playing, out of you know, discordant, out of tune. Um, you can see uh, groups of individuals wandering out and just vomiting on the side of the road and going right back in for another round, um, as well as these large, multi-tiered buildings that themselves are lit even brighter from the inside with arch entryways, and you can see there are hitching posts in the outside, and uh, there's quite a bit of, of foot traffic going in and out, uh, eventually coming upon one that you see that is made of stone and glass and silk that rises three stories up towards the kind of central portion of this. You know this to be the Rahaden. Um, there is a, a vast courtyard as you step through. There, the, the interior of the, of the structure itself is roofed, and you can see there are some nice kind of mural-like paintings, but some of it's just kind of, with age, become weathered, the colors have faded. In other areas, it looks like there's just damage, something impacted heavily, and some of the stone broke off and fell in, and you can see there are some boards kind of holding elements of it up. It looks like it, it could probably use some repair. Um, People kind of push past you. Uh, some folks kind of just watch as you enter, kind of keenly, uh, trying to take in the details of folks they haven't seen before. Uh, and then as you reach towards the center of, of the structure, it opens up into the courtyard, where there are dozens and dozens of uh, carts and small huts and tents. Uh, you can see there are, are barkers, individuals, holding up food, and uh, you can smell just a, a mixture of all manner of, of, of dishes and, and meats and herbs and uh, uh, fried vegetables. And, and it, it is, from what your entrance to the city felt like, an unexpectedly familiar and, and comfortable smorgasbord of probably whatever you could want at this hour after a tiring day of travel. Um, so, what would you like to do? Rooms and food. Rooms and food. Rooms and food, yeah. Rooms and food. Jenny, are you here? Yes. Uh, keep an eye out for pickpockets, too. This is, it's crowded. Has anybody been coming near the group? Have they been giving us a reasonable berth? Most everyone's giving a reasonable berth, from what you can tell. Uh, this isn't the kind of place uh, you gather, at least at this hour, where strangers are immediately approached by the general populace. Mm. Um, both of you make perception yeah, checks. What about our tag along? I was just about to ask. Yeah, what about our tag along? Uh, how many rooms, also? 
19 this time. 15 for me. Three, three rooms, two rooms. I'll use my nose too. Just say three, three rooms. Password over there. Huh? Yeah, we'll do the password. Okay. So you you, work you approach the the main kind of circular desk that sits towards the the southern edge of the courtyard, and there you see the uh, the massive female pakidan, the, uh, the the tall elephantine uh, female proprietor of the the inn and room section of this caravanserai. Um, she turns big, big, toothy smile with these long tusks that are uh, adorned with all manner of uh, like brass and gold, and you can see like dangling chains from them. Um, the rest of the body itself is dressed in like billowing silks of blue and white. Uh, they spin around and kind of lean over the edge, looking down at you, Ashton. Why, hello. <laughs> what can I get for you? Ah. Like to grab a couple rooms, or a few rooms, three if you've got them as close together if possible. Mm. They look <laughs> back behind the desk. <laughs> that can be accommodated, yes. That would be <laughs> for the three rooms. Uh, one gold, two silver for the night. <clears throat> I can do that. Uh, I'm going to pay entirely in silver. So. All right. That's 11 silver. Take the back staircase. It'll lead you to the second floor. From there, you will find the rooms with these key numbers. Thank you. Food's going to be open late. It never closes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Pachydon have fingers? Yes. They're, they're, they're thick fingers, and they, when they're balled into a fist, it can almost act as like the, the thicker trunks of the, the back legs. Okay. Uh, but they do have fingers, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Let's put our, I wouldn't even say let's put our stuff down, let's just put as much of our stuff into the, into the I'm just going to call it the memory hole, I don't have a better term for it right now. Memory hole? <laughs> yes, we better remember what we put in there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's do it in the room, though. We'll do it sure. in the room. What stuff do we have? And then, yeah, just, you can get a little rowdy, so, you know, be cautious. Okay. Gonna check out our rooms. All right. <laughs> the rooms are fine. Uh, you know, they're they're definitely serviceable. You can sleep here, but the, this is not necessarily you know, the, the upper scale of living across Marquette. Are they more like hovels, or are they more like Canvas tent type of things, or like shacks. So yeah, so no, going up in, in the second floor, um, on the outer rim of the because there aren't there is not really an, an outer wall that you can tell on the upper shelf of the uh, caravanserai. There is a back uh, wall, and then there is uh, like the the rest of it is is tightly pulled fabric. Okay. And it can be closed and it can be locked off, but it's it's not necessarily a super secure room. Yeah, well, we've got our stuff safely put away, so we're fine, right? Just we'll be on watch, too. Yeah. Just to be, uh, just be careful before we go. Um, what do I have? Does anybody have something small? Like what? I don't know, like a, like a, one of those jacks or like a. Got a bolt bearing. Something that doesn't roll. 
necessarily. I've got wooden feet. I've got a cow trap. Fish hook? Yeah, a cow trap. That'll work, right? <clears throat> as long as it's as long as it's small, like the size of like a like a silver piece. Three hundred gold diamond. <laughs> That'll do it. I always, uh, oh, some, I have this piece of moldy felt that I just got. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got some three pieces of wood. Please. Three pieces of wood. Three. Three. Small. Just extra stuff. Okay. I have a, a thimble. That'll do. What's wrong with my fleece? Oh, thimbles it's roll, be, though. It's gotta be big enough to, to not slip under a door. Does it need to look like anything? Nope. In fact, what, better if it doesn't. What are, what? But I need just some direction, you know. I'd, this feels like a riddle. I know, you, you really sh- gotta start filling us in on some I'm stuff. I'm gonna need your help with this. So I put an object in your room. My room. Yeah, the room that you guys are gonna be using. Right. Put it. I'm gonna slowly shut the door, and I need you to back that up against the door. If you can do that with your with your. Yeah, this one's shaped like a circle. This one's shaped like a square. This one's shaped like a triangle. None of those are useful. Could, but I needed. I'm just kidding. Give me two. Which ones? Whichever two you like best. Not the circle. Square and square and triangle. Triangle. Ah. <laughs> Worth Boy, every who's penny. hungry? I see. So Set with each door after it's closed, I'm gonna okay. like use my mage hand to pull it right against the doors. So You've got it. Just to see how safe these are. And to help kind of clarify the spaces you have, like the when you walk into the room, the uh, the hall that leads to it is enclosed, and there is like a, a, a wall that it's against, and you go through the door into it. Each of these rooms is built on a platform, and it's a, it's a solitary platform that kind of goes out uh, and exists not next to the other rooms. There is a like a ten foot gap between each one. And there is like a, a dip, about a ten foot kind of slide that goes underneath it. Like they're kind of built like spokes on the outside That's of a cool. tower. And from there, the rest of the walls on each side and across the way are tightly pulled canvas um, that is affixed to poles, and it allows airflow in the hotter days and allows you know comfort and insulation during the night. Um, so if you were going to break into these rooms, you wouldn't be doing it through the doorway. If you didn't want people to know you were in there, right? But the walls like. They're not like haphazard either. It, it's you could it comes with its own its own challenges. Yeah, you could, could cut your way into it. Yeah. Out. So this is not if you didn't want anyone to know, you'd use the door. There's nice rats. But yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's go get some nice. food and some drink because I feel like shit. It feels like glamping. Yeah. Kind of a little bit. And happily answer questions. Mm-hmm. All right. So you uh, quickly enough can find yourself a number of of. Areas within the caravanserai here, within the uh, the Rahaden, where food is available of all different kinds. Um, you can essentially look for whatever you're looking for, something meat-oriented, something more soup or curry-oriented. Uh, if you're looking for something more uh, vegetable-based, tofu-based, it's all pretty much available here in some way or another. Um, usually uh, thicker broths, um, as well as some, let's say at this hour, it's it's a little more limited. Some of the more uh, boutique and and specific meals seem to have closed up cart for the night, but the more all night circumstances are readily at your disposal. But food is yours, and there are spaces to sit, or you could go back to your rooms if you'd like. Yeah, let's sit and grab, man. Yeah, let's sit and grab. People watching. Maybe we can um, get a, a little bit of everything, and uh, you know, just kind of have uh, like a sampler, like a uh, poo platter. Sure. I hate that phrase, but yes, exactly. Have you guys let any of us know that there's hey. somebody tanning us? Yeah. Really? Well, I, I, I didn't. Who has the thing that detects if Armand Treshi is around? Yeah, do we oh, want yeah, to wait till morning to put it? I think I have that. Can we use that once I've a day? I've got the scrying. Yeah, we should probably sure. Um. Ooh. Uh, yes, let me do it in one of our 
It's in somebody's inventory. I don't remember. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, let's grab all of our food and we'll go do that in the room. All right. See if he's within a couple miles, right? It has a couple mile Mm. range. Something like that. I'm going to stay outside the rooms and just keep an eye. Okay. Well, perception check for me. Perception check. Oh! (laughs) Talking to you, Chet. Didn't even perceive the room. 13! Got it. Noted. All right, so you're pulling out the. the sphere, yeah. yeah, and it is like it's 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 a small kind of uh, almost looks like a, like a fiberglass sphere. It has that that when light hits it, it has this kind of odd striation and expansion of light that it doesn't act like a normal crystal ball. And it's been kind of dull since you've uh, achieved it, and, and you've looked at it a few times during the journey, and it just kind of looks like what it does. No real change in perspective. As you pull it out this time, you see within it there is almost like a like a, a bright blue. Firebug glow that sits in it and it's pushing towards one side of the sphere. Which side? What? What? Like what direction? Around, would it be? Uh, from where you are now, and knowing kind of the iteration of the city, it would be in a uh, southern direction, kind of slightly southwest. Um, and as you turn around, it shifts within to ensure that you can pinpoint the direction. It kind of just continues to focus in the direction. <laughs> Okay. I don't know our orientation. Is that pointing towards the center of the city? Or? It is. You, so the uh, the Salamander Strip is on. It, it kind of devours the northern edge of the city. Um, so it pointing to more of a south southwestern direction. Okay. Could be as far as the South Dregs, if, if could be. Okay. How, how far did uh, Estros say that that thing tracked? It's about so like three miles. Like two three miles. Comedy. So the question is, do we? Sleep, rest, and go after this guy in the morning. Or, what if we now? go to sleep and wake up and the dot's gone and we've lost him forever? Well, we could, you know, take watch and take turns and see if it moves. Does it? Is it? Does it just work always? Can we use it a hundred times a day? If I just it kind of doesn't um, seem to be changing or diminishing. You didn't activate it. As soon as you just pulled it out and looked at it, it had the glow in proximity. As we're talking, how well can I hear them from the hallway area of this? Um, I mean, from the hall, not too well, because the, the wall that, that leads outward is, is pretty well insulated, and the, the door itself fits very snugly against that wall. Um, you'd have to listen from another room to really Sounds like Charlie Brown's adults when they talk. Yeah, pretty, pretty heavily muffled. I, I could use some sleep. Oh. I am kind of drained. I can't imagine Imogen that you, you flew a lot today. It's been a that day. I yeah. I mean, sleeping would be nice. It but would be nice. I, I certainly don't want to let Trishy get away either. Well, how about this? We have somebody stay up, you know, in shifts like we do, and keep an eye on the ball. If it goes, if it goes out, isn't that what I suggested? We know what direction. We know he's gone orange. too far. Oh, okay. We need to get up and move. And have a good sense of which way to start. Correct. How big is the city all the way around? Uh, the walls themselves, uh, you'd probably be looking at a four four mile. So it's very possible to stay in the yeah, city. Four miles manage, across from edge of the wall to wall, and then this gets expanded from there. Sure. So it'd be very possible to still be in the city, even if they could hit the outskirts of the city and we would lose them, but it wouldn't mean they were necessarily out of the city yet. Sure. All right. All right. Mm. Okay. He he could be sleeping. Yeah. Yes, we could. could. Uh, in fact, I'm going to. Um, hmm. You said we know which way is north, south, east, west. I'm gonna do north. 
I'm going to set the sphere in the center on the ground and just draw a little compass around it, pointing okay. in the directions and all the cardinal directions. So we'll know if it moves a little bit. Correct. Oh, yeah, that's so um, smart. Good looking at it. And uh, but put it in. Too tired to fight. Um, <laughs> set it in the center and just see if, for a second if it seems to be trailing one direction or another. Okay. Make a perception check. That one has been failing me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was. Um, it's still not great though. 14. 14. You take some time and just focus, looking for any sort of shifting in the, uh, the blue glow. You don't notice any sort of shifting, no, no signs of it kind of drastically going to a different direction in the city or any sort of movement at the moment. It seems pretty stationary. Probably sleeping. And the, as well. We should do that then. The farther away he is, the less perceptible any kind of shift in that is going to be. That's true. Do you know of any good inn on the south side if we wanted to relocate tomorrow? To find good. Uh, somewhere he'd stay. I. If I were him, I would not stay somewhere good, and I also might add, I think that we're currently in about as good as it gets. I, I just do you know of any place. There's, just, there's one place there's in the one, South Dregs. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Shit, okay. yeah. Fucking South Dregs. <laughs> Fucking South Dregs. <laughs> Does it have a name, Ashton? Uh, yes. Is it Deathwish? Um, South Dregs, it's uh, the, no, God, are we really doing this? No, I have to. It's called A Taste of Teldori. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Is that a theme it's restaurant? It's a shitty buffet. Please tell me it's a casino buffet. It's a shitty theme restaurant. <gasps> it's a shitty theme restaurant. Is there a diver that comes out in the middle? <laughs> oh my God. It's been a while. I've always wanted to. But I remember being just embarrassed for even being myself every time I went in there. I Did you work there? No. Ooh. Were you a cliff diver? You worked there. <laughs> cliff diver. Did you juggle? <laughs> <laughs> Don't juggle. Did you lower the flags after people it got just, the It's. <laughs> Did you joust? Oh. You know, <laughs> there are things I will answer about this place. There are Three things that I want to keep secret <laughs> that I will so let you know about what they are. This is one thing that I don't think I could describe accurately. <sighs> it is its own special. Oh, Guys, when you ask Ashton a question, oh boy. the answer comes in 24 to 48 hours. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to read here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, taste of I just don't like talking when we're walking around the city. Should we sleep tonight? Let's That's sleep and then sleep, but somebody should keep guard. Really we yeah. should take I will, I'll keep guard. Okay, so. We eat food and chip. Yeah. You finish your yeah, meals, yeah. you go to your corresponding <laughs> rooms, uh, and you're taking first watch. So. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead and roll perception for me. As, as we get ready for bed, I'm just going to pull Imogen aside and say, uh, hey, do you, I, I, this seems like a, a weird time and place to do it, but if, if you're interested in that, that dream thing, you know, I, you know, just let me know when a good night is to maybe, to maybe do that, and, um, you know, I could, I could try it. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know. Thank you. And I'll, I'll, I'll get loud enough right, too. Right, yeah, I'll let you know. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Sure, anytime. Okay. 
Which roll perception? 23. 23. Uh, listening out and keeping watch, there's a couple of moments where you pick up the sounds. Uh, at one moment, it, it, it sounds almost like somebody is climbing the exterior, and you get nervous and you're about to let people know, and then you just hear laughter from it as somebody falls and hits the ground, and you hear somebody like, I told you, you couldn't do it! <laughs> Stupid drunken sat! And footsteps wander off a bit. Another part of the night, you hear like heavy flapping, like some sort of uh, desert bird has landed uh, atop where you're resting. And then eventually, after about an hour, takes off. But nothing else worries you. You can still hear, though, though you are sleeping because you are exhausted, no matter where you are, the, the, the odd thing you catch is the music and the, the, the kind of liveliness of the caravanserai. Um, is ever present, and when you're in your tent, it is interesting because it, it's slightly muffled from the inside. But you notice uh, any sound coming from the inside of it is gone. There is like a mild enchantment on the rooms, the material that makes them that prevents sound from emitting from the inside. But you can certainly hear it from within. Um, no issues on your watch. Who's taking next watch? I'll take it. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, what do I want to do? <laughs> what do I want to do? What do I want to do? I'm going to go over to FCG. Ah, okay. She's the kid who goes, um, without having anything to say. Um, hey, I got a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take his wheel. <laughs> um. Uh. You're you're in sleep mode. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> eyes eyes are totally clouded over. Green screen. Fleshy tongue hanging no. loose. No, no, that's not. That's not it. Not canon. There's a little curse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am no. going to look around <laughs> the frame of FCG and try to look for any buttons. 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 Like, the push? like pushable yeah. buttons or like clothing Just buttons? Just like no, 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 like a pushable button, <laughs> like a like a switch. I don't know. <laughs> Make an investigation. <laughs> investigation or, or perception, <laughs> really, your choice. Okay. Oh, shit. Help you one. Like, well, that's not very good. Fourteen. Fourteen. You give a pretty thorough view based on what's visible and how FCG is is resting. Um, you don't really see any buttons. You do see some some shapes and patterns that look like they're somewhat circular in places. Look for the dirt button. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in and and give him. Just start sniffing him. Okay. <laughs> now you have a fairly decent sense of smell, and there is kind of a, a an iron-like, you know, uh, kind of like wet metal smell. If you know what I mean, um, as well as, I'd say, <laughs> a scent of of old wine and ale that's probably been settling within the internal cavity when you briefly oh, used it as a mouth. canteen. Stinky. <laughs> um, I'm going to take my my hand with the claws, and I'm. Going to just drag it across the blades of grass on the front of his chest. Huh. Huh. 
Brian, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Does that wake you up? Is that why you take? Yeah. So, so you go to take your watch because the, the first thing you see when you wake up is is Fern's claws just scraping across the front of your chest. Why'd you do that? <laughs> I I was just tracing the blades of grass. Oh. On your. Weren't chest. you supposed to be like watching? I absolutely was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> just checking it all, making it all, just checking it. And I check on you guys when you're sleeping to make sure everybody is. Just thought you know. you'd come over and just, just, just rub, rub me a little. Well, let's not make it weird, but okay. just, just making sure. Well, okay. I think we should clean you out a little bit because you're starting to smell a little rusty on the interior of your body. I don't need to do it. Someone else, we can go to a spa or something. Sure, maybe just like flush me out with some water or yeah. something. Yeah. All right, you need anything? <laughs> no, I think, well, I need a little wood. Oh? Uh, like a little, like a little piece of wood? Yeah. Okay, how small? I don't know, it's big. It's kind of big. <clears throat> Okay, I'll see what I can find or take tomorrow. Yeah, maybe, maybe when we shop tomorrow. Yeah, I'll find okay. something for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna peek out the window real quick. Do okay. we have a window? Uh, it's not as much a window more than it's like like a, a, a split of, of curtain that you can go ahead and pull open and there is almost like a an oval shape in the, uh, the furthest most wall of pulled material. What's the moon situation? Uh, glancing at what you can see, uh, from your current perspective, you... You can look out through the window actually and glance up, and you can see the kind of the dark, ruddy coloration of Ruidus in the sky. Katha is kind of maybe an hour away from vanishing beneath the distant mountain line. Okay. Good night. Night. Okay. For your watch, roll perception. Uh, before I uh, before I do that, I I arc my cranium down and just check, did she smudge or scratch or anything? Did you intend to smudge or scratch no, anything? No, I was literally just tracing the blades of grass with okay. my fingers. Okay, so no damage, nothing okay. changed. Just sort of stare at her and make sure that she falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm staring. I don't blink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start my watch. Okay. Uh, what is this perception? Perception. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Pretty, pretty uneventful. I'd say about another two hours into it, you also hear some sort of large bird landing outside. Having been in town before. Is this a normal occurrence? Um, I mean, occasionally, but it still sets your nerves on edge. Sure. How close? Uh, maybe like 20 feet. 20 feet, like straight up? Like up and somewhere that you can't really see, you're just hearing it through the current. Are the there air windows? Turn. There is that, that, you can glance like through that opening the material across the way. I will pull open the material and just sort of Look out and see if I see anything. Uh, you see, kind of further up the kind of rising towers, the, the barely the shape. You don't have dark vision, do you? 
No, but I, no, I don't. And given the perception you gave, you could see the general outline of something kind of like, kind of rustling its wings, but it's just resting on the, on the tower. I'll immediately close the curtain and just sort of back up slowly and soundlessly into the corner and sort of shrink down and go behind a chair or something <laughs> and just sort of wait and look up at the ceiling, <laughs> listening for anything. Okay. Uh, it just stays there until the end of your watch comes. It seems to have either roosted or gone to sleep for the rest of the night. Are you doing next watch? Yeah, I mean, can I, you? I am now, yeah. Can you? There's, there's isn't this yeah, the third? I thought that yeah, was the third. Was the second watch. Okay. There's something out there. This, there is. I need you. I need your, your cunning. Oh. <laughs> I need you to. <laughs> no, it's the other one. Oh. <laughs> I get bad cave all the time. Can you go out there and just? Look up and see if you can see like a big fucking bird. <laughs> fucking bird. A bird? A bird. Sure. Just see what it looks like. I was supposed to be watching the ball. Just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like yeah. a like a big bird. It's huge. All right. No. Use the chisels to part the drape areage. Okay. Do you have dark vision? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that, that's okay. I got you. Make a perception check for me. This will be for your watch as well. Can I use my nose as well to get advantage? A little sniff and a look? Uh, Guidance. I'll say it's, since this creature's far enough away, and I'd say no for this one. This okay. is more of a visible one. Guidance is a D4. I got it. I got it. 19. Nineteen, uh, indeed. You see some sort of like large hawk-like uh, animal that's kind of roosted up against the tower. You can see, kind of in some of the, the design grooves of it, about fifteen or so feet up, uh, there is some gathered bits of, of like dried brush, um, like a small nest has been settled, and it's just kind of like nestled in and asleep. Its head cranes over and glances over. As it does, you can see like. The nearby lantern light, the eyes kind of like glint just a just a hint as it moves past the moonlight. There's a like a hawk outside. <laughs> is it a is it a beautiful bird or sort of a mangy bird? It looked did it look like a normal hawkish from it looked, the It looked like a normal hawk. I mean, it looked like your standard fair hawk. It looks like there was a nest. Didn't seem to be made of fingers or anything. Just, you know, normal shit. So it's it's got a nest here. Seemed like it. Well, there seemed to be something that it was... Yeah. Yeah. Not mange. Not, I mean, I'm no judge of hawk, but... <laughs> All right. Seemed pretty like a basic ass. If it comes in here, kill it. Would it come in? I don't know, <laughs> but you doesn't live here. Do they fucking intrude like that? I'll open it up and wear it like a hat. <laughs> if it's the one I'm thinking. The one you're thinking? 
It doesn't, need, it doesn't, doesn't sound go. like it, though. Keep it doesn't, it there doesn't sound like it, though. I need the story. What happened? Well, now I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you start with, it was a night like this one. Hold on. <laughs> it was a night like this one. Oh, God. <laughs> Except it was the night when everything changed. There's a bird. And there's a bird that, that hates me. It wants me dead, or worse, humiliated. Why, FCG, why? I don't know. I don't know what I did to it, but it hates me and won't let me, let me alone. It's unrelenting. It chases me everywhere I go in my, in, in, the, in the waking hours, in the evening hours. It haunts me. Take my hand. I won't let this hawk take you. Well, it's not a hawk. I that's why, that's why like, I don't think this- Son of a bitch. I, that's why I don't think this might, might not be it, so. My chisel is yours. All right. I swear. Thank you. Are we bonded now? Oh. Oh, is that what you were trying to do? No. <laughs> I was showing genuine interest in you. Oh, no, you know, I think that's very, that's very nice of you. You were trying to, trying to help me there. Did this, did this creature chase you out of this place before? No, it chased me around. It's always overhead, waiting for me to expose myself. Understood. I may you use I may use you as bait, but no, please don't. We'll get it. No, it's okay. The less you know, the better. Don't tell the others. They'll think that this is foolish. But what being scared of a hawk? It's not. <laughs> I'm not scared of the hawk. I'm. I just don't know what it wants from me. And also, I, it's not a hawk. I can't imagine what it would want. <laughs> Well, if you if you recall or recollect any more details, it's got a name. Oh, <laughs> you lead. What is? Well, I named I named it. Named it. It's named Shithead <laughs> because it shits on my head whenever it sees me. Oh my god. Okay, you know I've been around for a minute, and I feel like your experience. Could be a shared one. Don't tell the others. No, I, I won't. There this are, is you and me. Thing. There are a group of people that have made it through this same experience that you have. But I will. This will just be you and me until shithead comes no more. down. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Does he have any markings? A color? He's mangy. Is he missing an eye? He's missing some some feathers. Okay. He has hate in his eyes. Has he got both of his feet? I think so. Okay. He's large. Did he give you a, does he have a particular, like, squaw or cry? That, yes. Okay, you'll let me know if you hear it's it. It's horrifying. Okay, you call it out. What's our code word if you hear it in the distance? Because I may not be as attuned to it as you are. Shithead? Shithead, okay. Shithead. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I got your back on this. And my head. Yeah, and your head. All right. And keep that dome squeaky clean. All right, thank you. Oh, shit. 
head. Sleep, sleep, gentle FCG. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> I, t- I touched the, touch the blades of grass. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The rest of the watch is somewhat uneventful, <laughs> but sure, you're now considered a trusted companion oh! through, a sh- <laughs> through, through a shared secret and oath of protection. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> The sun does rise here in the Hellcatch, and the the you expect it to be warmer, especially when the light begins to hit the you know the sleeping side of an inn. It tends to bake the interior as temperature rises, but thankfully the uh, the material it's made from lets just enough air through that it's much more comfortable, kind of wind chilled. Um, also, the kind of grayer dappled skies that you saw the day before have definitely kind of pushed in a bit, and so while it is still uh, the valley, it doesn't feel quite as sun-beaten and bright as it was upon your approach in previous days. But the morning is yours, as you all begin to awaken and find yourself uh, here amongst the city, now loud with movement and voices and work and the distant sounds of uh, mechanical tools and grinding and uh, the occasional sound of it sounds like one of these crawler engines. What would you like to do? Has the uh, dot moved in the orb? Uh, it looks like it hasn't moved for the night, actually. All right. It's pretty stationary. What do you think? Should we get up and head towards it? Yeah, we came here for a job. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Do I the checked job. it all most of the night. Did, Did I have a move? Did I have a try? Was it still facing the same it direction? It stayed real it still. Is. Okay, yeah. All right. all right, let's let's head towards it, and if we decide to get some brunch, there is an option. There's a, a grilled corn on the cob cart. Then I'm just gonna. I, be I, a real, I, we had a. I, I was okay. Some. That's no. That's fine. It's good actually because the food there's. Well, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough to gather food for the morning. Um, you go ahead and load up whatever your sustenance choices may be. And uh, I'm gonna take my coins and tuck them inside my like shirt and everything so that they're not like jingle jangling around. You got it. I got spurs that jingle jangle jingle. Oh. Also, as I wake up, mm-hmm. I immediately look at pate and sashimi from where I place them next to me. Do they move? Are they in a, um, you know, erotic position? Uh, actually, no. They they seem comfortably still basking in the afterglow. <laughs> I just kind of look at them and I I wink and I'm like. I was tired last night too. <laughs> I see. I, I see Lada doing this, and I say, "Oh, it, I see you're focused." Mm. It seems like it's missing something, doesn't it? Oh, I was it working does. last oh. night. I have something for you. So I started oh, no. on your request for, you know, a, a girlfriend for for Pate, <laughs> but then you picked up that piece of shit. So I just figured, I don't know how domesticated they want to be, but. <laughs> If they wanted to explore more of like an official thing, this is from that tree in Eaton Square. And I just figured they could, you know. You see, you see her, her lip quiver. I just wanted a more rustic approach, you know, not as refined. It's beautiful. They'll carve their own story. <laughs> it, it 
it reminds me of the shacks that Pat Tay and I stayed in when we traveled across Taldore and now I'll be able to shake up the real dick. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, you're very tall. This is, this is very awkward. <laughs> they deserve happiness. They do. You know? And that way they can do things that you seem to want them to do behind closed doors out instead of out in the they open. Like, their privacy is oh, yeah. important to a healthy relationship. Walls, you know, they also get creative. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck around forever. You can just throw it in the hole or whatever. It's your, it's your call. <laughs> I'm just gonna go over and shove it in their faces. <laughs> <laughs> Look what he made you. Look what you have. <laughs> Stop looking at me! <laughs> <laughs> All right, gathering yourselves and your materials and tools and weapons and goods. Uh, what are you off to? South, south, yeah, east. Okay. Oh, bouncing ball. Okay. Uh, you exit from the Raha Den and begin to uh, weave through the Salagunda Strip. Um, you get first sense that for these busy days, the hustle and bustle, there is like. In, Small levels of violence aren't that uncommon. Even just last night as you came in, like occasionally you see someone punch somebody else out to kind of just deal with the moment of frustration, and occasionally you see uh, some major arguments, some heated arguments turn into fisticuffs, but and, uh, there isn't much of a, there isn't so much of a rule of law around here. As much as you were told when you arrived you were under the, the protection of the Gajakandas, uh, you're not certain how far reaching that might be. Um, but what does catch your ear, as you move maybe a block and a half uh, beyond the Raha Den is a shout to your right. A voice that just goes, Ha! Can't get away, can you? And you hear another voice go like, Give us your sword and drop it on you if you know it's good for you. That sounds like someone in distress. Just an open, but we can't see this. We hear this like from around a you, corner. You hear, you hear this like off to the right hand side as you're walking, and no one else around is giving a shit. They just keep doing their thing. Let's continue. Can we see what it is? Yes. Yeah. Who it is? You glance down. You're, you're passing by some of the ramshackle buildings, and there is a, a couple of like larger protrusions of stone and rock, and there's an alleyway that leads behind where you can Solar. see like tents and some some left scrap and garbage, um, and you see somebody standing there. Uh, who's kind of in shadow, you can't really make out their details, and you see other figures just kind of beginning to encircle around them. They have weapons out. You see one kind of standing up on the stone area, who's just kind of like, hands out in front, rubbing them, and you see other figures, weapons drawn, encircling them. Uh, hey, that's some shitty bullshit. And so at that point, you hear a voice call for help. It's very In quiet, which, it was a very, very quiet call very for quiet help. quiet voice? Um, but if I could have, <laughs> there it is. Over there. <laughs> uh, let's, and if, what a smoky voice. Indeed, as the voice shouts, uh, Erica, if you wouldn't mind joining us at the table. Hello. Sorry, let me move my door here. <gasps> it's beautiful. Isn't it? <laughs> They're going to be so happy. <gasps> <laughs> cool. Let's see how that turns out. 
more? More? Yeah. So, you're good, you're good. Did you move? No, you're good. As you, as you all glance down and, and see this scuffle it's happening. <laughs> Seeing this scuffle happening, the figure that appears to be uh, encircled by this this troop of aggressive figures, if you would uh, describe who they see in the middle of them defending themselves. Um, you see a very slight, wayfish-looking elf, clearly, you can tell by the pointy ears. Um, they have uh, close-cropped black hair, uh, tousled a bit. Um, they have uh, armor, the color of the autumn, and that's clearly in disarray. Um, and they have uh, a rapier by their side that they're clutching guardedly. The rapier has shards, what look to be crystals, and uh, interwoven metal barbs on the hilt. Uh, they have a tattoo climbing up their arm of the ocean waves, but rendered out in polygonal fractals. Mm. Um, and the, she looks very, very afraid. Please, I, I, I don't, I, this is all I have. Good, and it's all we're gonna have. Chop it, you live. No, we catch you and leave you. <laughs> no, and I lunge forward a little bit with the rapier, and you can tell that there's a bit of a bit of knowledge there. Like, clearly there's fencing skills, you but it's rusty. You especially pick up on this Orem. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, how close are we? Uh, you're probably about uh, 70 or so feet. You're like just at the edge of the road, and the alleyway kind of leads in from there. That's a little rough. Um, I say we're in, I and I'm that. running straight into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the people they're dealing with, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 The people that they are dealing with, there are no tattoos on the elbows. This is. Uh, make a perception check. Ooh. Oh, good call. Not great. Uh, 14. 14. Not that you can see at this distance, but it's also, they're kind of in the shadow of the alley anyway. You probably have to get a bit closer. Okay. However, as you're looking in, you see Ashen charges in, and as you go rushing in, they kind of look over their shoulder and notice the approaching troop that is you, uh, which means whether or not you're ready, the rest of you are being pulled into this, and we'll jump into combat here right after a break. Oh! <laughs> so I'll be back here in a few minutes. Welcome, Erica! <laughs> welcome, welcome. We'll get to jump into whatever this chaos entails here in just a few minutes. Uh, so uh, hang tight, we'll see you in a few. We interrupt this Critical Role Podcast Network broadcast to bring you news of dangerous treasures that lie sealed within the Critical Role shops. Only the hardiest of adventurers should dare seek them out. In all seriousness, though, I'm Matthew Mercer, and we've made some very cool things that we really like and hope you will, too. If you'd like to support the show, please consider visiting any of our Critical Role online shops through the shop tab at critroll.com and see if anything catches your eye. Okay, back to the show. And welcome back. So, let's fucking roll some initiative, y'all. You just got here and we're already in a combat, and the combat is brought to you by DD Beyond. Table because Matt brings out like a, a battle map, like he's bringing out a cake that he's just baked for his <laughs> He's very proud of it. It's like, valid. Look what I brought. It's valid. Like, 
this map is almost as good a gift as the free acquisition ink uh, content you can get on DND oh Beyond right now at dndbeyond.link slash critters. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's go. Wow. That's over there. I love these houses. Beautiful. Indeed. Indeed. All right, and so standing up here, actually, in the middle right here, uh, they, the mini did not arrive, but we'll have it. We'll have a, an actual specific mini next time we play. Uh, but for the time being, this will be Erica's character. Um, the rest of this being the troop. There's a figure here. Oh man! A figure here. A figure here. A figure here. And a figure here. Everyone. Everyone else is just city folk. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We start with the city folk. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Pick no witnesses. Finish it off. <laughs> is there heart thumping music playing right now? Because I cannot hear it. There is music playing. Oh, there, there it is. is. There it is. There it just, is. just started. That's, just got started. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, 25 to 20. 23. Alright, we got 19. 20 to 15. 19. 19. Sorry, I jumped the gun on that one. That's okay. 16. <laughs> Nobody has above a 16? Jeez. Orem and Laudna do. Look, you sack of balls. <laughs> 15 to 10. Uh, 12. Uh, 11. Wait, what's it? What am I doing? 11. 11, 12. 12. What'd you get? 10. 10, all right. So, Sweet. Ashen, Burn. Oh, <laughs> Nameless. Nameless. Okay. Nine. Oh, for me. Do you really have a talent? Do you write down your initiative? No, I don't. I don't do that. Just sit next to someone who's got it. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I don't write this shit down. Orem, Ladna, FCG, Ashton, Fern, Nameless, Chetney, Imogen. At six. Six, yeah. Alrighty. So, top we have Orem with Ladna on deck. Orem, what you got? Uh, I'm just going to use all my movement and my action to also move, and I'm going to tear around that corner, run towards the bottom of this rock, and spring. Spring! I want to use my long jump with boots. You got it. And then uh, blades out, pointed, saying, uh, and I'm going to call out to the square, let's just slow this down for a second. Talk it out. That's it. The figures, like, they look back and watch you all rush in. They're all kind of like clutching their weapons and they're figuring out what to do. Uh, Lana, you're up. All right, after that uh, move from Orem, I will kind of pull the shadows from out of the alleyways and almost start to surround us to make like a spotlight on the situations that are happening, and I'm going to cast Unsettling Presence. Okay, on who and? Or I'm going to do Unsettling Presence. Okay, oh, got you, okay. It's just an action, it's a okay. 15 feet situation. Um, and Where's the effect of Unsettling Presence came from? Uh, it makes them feel uncomfortable, <laughs> and then uh, a target well, has disadvantage on the next save. It's a specific throw. target. Oh. Correct. Who seemed to be like the head Well, the range, the range is pretty close. You're over here. All the harassers are over here. You're back on this side. Uh, okay. So, right. maybe a little far for that. I, I know, I'm like, I'm like, spell is like a ability. It's an ability, oh, yeah. Um, you're blowing it! I'm blowing it! You're blowing it, Ray! Fuck this! <laughs> uh, they all get Bane cast on them. 
How many? I can't reach it. Oh. There's three of them. Okay, which ones? Uh, what's the range on it? There's four of them. Uh-huh. Can I cast being at a higher level and yep. get more? Yep. Can. You get one extra for every every level higher. Change. Um, okay, yeah, great. I'll do it at a first level. Or sorry, second I'll do it at a second level. Okay, so it's four so change targets for Bane. Get which four? There's one, two, Didn't three, four, five. Did you say there were four five. of them? Oh, there's, oh, there's five. five of them. Yes. I didn't see the fifth. Well, I still can't do it higher than second level. I still don't um, see the fifth. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five. Oh, that's Maybe with them. Bane the caster. <laughs> yeah, is there a caster? Yes. I'll oh bane all the ones that look the most threatening. Okay, which are? All, all of these? All of them except for that guy. What's that guy farthest from me? What does he look like? Uh, that looks to be a an armored hobgoblin, like dark, dark reddish, uh, tan skin with like a, a, a more of like a hobgoblin facial expression. Uh, their hair looks kind of like it's spiked up and wild a little bit, and they just have a crazy look in their eye. Okay, like I'll skip. I'll hob. skip him and get everybody else. Okay, goblin on hob. Liam, I just got your text from an hour ago. Yeah. Okay. Are you staying put? <laughs> What's the range on me? Oh, well. Thirty feet. So I'll move up to do it. So the range on Bane is 30 feet? Yeah, but I also have Spell Cypher. 30, so that's where you can move. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy's in 30 feet, mm-hmm. and he's the only one within 30 feet of you. Dude, but, okay. you're blowing but it, Ray! <laughs> you're blowing it! <laughs> Third attempt, take but, it back. Okay, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> can't help you now. I don't know what to do then. Then I oh. will. <laughs> Please have a wish. I thought that those would all be in. I'll cast. Yeah. Oh. I'll cast blur on myself. Serious. Okay. So put Blaine, uh, Bane back in the snare, and you have blur on yourself. Good yeah. to go. That right. was ridiculous. Oh wow. Sorry, you all. That's fine. You got there. It's okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're far away. <clears throat> this person here kind of oh, looks. Is their all move? It's their move. Yes. Oh no. Well, not all their move. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, that one there, who looks to be kind of like essentially like sitting in the center of the pack, goes. All right, boys. Looks like we're taking a bunch of things today. Okay. And is going to go ahead and turn forward, and is going to go after you. Uh, this is going to be. Three melee attacks. <gasps> That's going to be a 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. 24 to hit. Oh, God. And a 22 to hit. Who's <laughs> who is making these attacks just so I know who to run yeah, from? That one right there. Okay. okay. <laughs> right up on her. Uh, they have a uh, hand axe in each hand, and just kind of like whack, 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 and just all three hits dealing. 20 points of slashing damage to you. Ooh. I come into your home. <laughs> and in unceremoniously <laughs> attacked. Indeed. And when you take the wounds, it turns to you and goes, like I said, drop your shit and run. Or stay and die. That's going to finish. How about time. third option? <laughs> Perfect. And is going to go ahead and shift around and kind of put you bet- between. The, the newcomers and themselves. Uh, and then with that, this individual behind you, Forum. Shoot, well, 
He's going to go ahead and <laughs> cast. Yeah. He's going to go ahead and cast invisibility on himself. Oh, such a chetney. What a chetney. So, guy's a total chest. Last thing you remember, I'm going to put this marker so you know where they were last, but that was where you watched them. Do I hear the ground scrabble at all like they're making a move? Uh, you do. I'm going to slash out at the air, air in front of me. I'll, I'll allow it because you have a really high passive perception, yeah. Okay. And yep. it would be a disadvantage, but it's Correct. straight. No, yeah, it's just disadvantage. Disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, I'll call it. It's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's fair. That misses. Yeah. Finds no purchase on wherever they might be. Ask me. Alrighty, uh, now it goes to FCG. Okay, I will um, roll my little wheel forward. Um, as far as I can go. Where do I take one out, or do I help our new friend? Let's use the rest of my movement to get even closer. So you're gonna go double move? Double move, action to move. Let's go on the other side of the boxes. Yeah, right there. Oh no. And then bonus action, I'll cast shield of, well, I call it shield of help. Um, and uh, and uh, on this elf person, uh, granting a, a shimmering field. So yeah, you, you feel a little something and you see a little shimmer around you, and now you have a plus two bonus to your AC. Thank you. That's good. Thank you so much. That's very good. Whoever you are, we will protect you. Thank you. Um, I, I probably have some money that I can uh, send your way. Oh, Better. I don't care about that, but thank you. I mean, the other, other one, I don't want to speak for everybody, but, but let's talk later. Okay. Subscribe <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alrighty, so with that cast over there, finishing your turn, it is now. Thank you. This figure's turn. I feel like we're gonna have some turtles here. Thirty. Actually, we do. Yeah, there's one in there, right? Do you want a Legend so, of Black Smack in the journal? Where can I get one of these if I were to have one? Jesus Christ! In real life. So FCG. That's one of the figures runs over, charges towards you, blade out, pulling a hand crossbar oh, no. to the side, and right before they get to you, they reach forward, go ahead and fire a bolt at you. At me? But, but, but. Uh, that's going to be. But a, I wear glasses. Yes, you do. Uh, there's going to be a 13 to hit. That misses. So it actually, you pull back and it just deflects off your metallic form. It, it you know. did it smudge or scratch my chest. Well, everybody's been rubbing your little it symbol. It did. Just, good luck. Ever so faint. Oh, God oh. Damn it. <laughs> uh, and with that, this figure's going to go ahead and rush up to here Shit. and is going to attempt to grapple you, Erica. Grapple? Yes. So I need you to make a, uh, an athletics or acrobatics check. Oh, you got to be kidding me. All right. This piece of shit. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You manage to slip out of their grasp right as they try and get a, a, a handhold in your armor. You just wiggle out of it and turn around. Uh, and with that, that's going to go, they're going to go ahead and take another strike. So they get two. The first one's just going to try and grapple you angrily. You go and take a morning star and swing it down towards you. That is going to be uh, 20 to hit. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You got right. me. Oh, even with the bonus AC? Yeah. Oh, damn. And that is, oh, 
that's uh, 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. As it comes down and slams you in the shoulder, you almost fall to one knee. You're kind of grasping the edge of your blade at the ready. Um, that's going to finish their go. Ashton, you're up with Fern on deck. Cool. Uh, I'm going to charge full speed. Let's see, where, who can I reach with my 40 feet? Uh, you can probably reach either of these. <laughs> uh, gosh, she, our, our strange friend is, is knee deep in them, and I cannot get to both of them at the moment. At the moment, no. Uh, I'm going to run at uh, the person who attacked FCG. I'm going to get on the other side of them, I think, or I'm going to get as far towards our friend as possible. 40 will get you right there. 40 will get right there. I'm going to rage and beat the ever-living fuck out of that dude. All righty. So let's go with. Ooh, we're going with time powers. Exciting. Okay. All right. So. Time after time. <laughs> Let me just pull up because I've got a bunch of new shit. Just so I can double check. Okay, that'll be fun. Uh, I'm gonna do a. Uh, I'm gonna start with a uh, reckless attack. Go for it. Let's get two reckless attacks on this. We're taking both. Go. First one is uh, nine plus a thing I can't see. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen hits. And that's two six plus six plus three six. Uh, two six plus six. Uh, my brain works. Uh, that's pretty good. That's uh, 17 points for the first hit. Woof. Nice. Going again, reckless. Oh, uh, that hits. That's to, like 22. All right, damage for the second hit. Uh, not quite as good. Eight points. Eight points. Oh, at 10 points. And the other one should be have also been two more points. So got you. So 19 and 10. Yeah. All right. So well. Wham! Two heavy hits to this one. It's knocked down to the ground on both their knees for a second. Kind of like steals themselves and kind of shoulder rolls off to the side and run. <laughs> Alrighty, that finishes your go. Fern, you're up with you on deck. Okay, so I is there a grouping of them that's somewhat close together? Because I'm in a I'm in a funny little spot here. So you're over here. Where would you like to go? Um, is there? A, I might just. There's two there. Okay. There's two there, and there's one invisible somewhere. You okay. So the ones that are a little bit closer is Erica in with that group over there. Over here, Erica's with this group. Over okay. There. So the group that's a little bit closer, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Entangle. Okay. What's the range on that one? Wrap up their say again. Ninety feet. Ninety feet. Oh yeah, you have plenty of range on that. All uh, right. So is that a dexterity saving throw? That is a strength. A strength saving throw. All right. Sixteen. Strength saving throw for you as well, Ashton. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, wait, what's it? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading what the fuck I can do. I cast Entangle. Okay, so strength save? Correct. Yes. Okay, I have. Do I have advantage on strength saves or just strength? Are you raging? Yes, you do. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, 20. 20. Uh, there is a, a 19 on this one and a 10 on this one. Okay. We got one. So this one is uh, the two of you pull away from it, and that one 
this massive knoll you can see with like a, a bit of scale mail armor and what looks like a giant skull fashioned as one of its shoulder pieces in the side with all these like ink lines kind of dripping down it that have been sealed there. Turns <coughs> and is getting ready to move, and the ground suddenly breaks open and all of these vines begin to wrap around its legs and hold it in place. <coughs> Oops. And as a bonus action, I am going to summon Mister. Okay. Get him ready. Where do you want Mister to be summoned? Um, do you want to move closer or stay him, where you are? Yes, I'm going to move a little closer. Like full movement or? Yeah, we're just like there or. Full yeah, let's do that. Maybe a little bit if there's <laughs> any cover anywhere. Uh, you can get behind this wall here, maybe. Yeah, let's just do that. Okay. And then and I'll, I'll put Mister um, a little bit to my left over there. Somewhere. Over here. Yeah, maybe in between. Well, closer this way. Closer this way? Yeah. Okay, like Yeah, right let's there. go right there. Okay, you got it. Okay, there's okay. my turn. Finishing your go, you're up. Oh, that's right! Boom! And I disappear, and yeah. a thunderclap rolls out. Boom, and you can hear it all over yes. the this area. <laughs> and anybody within five feet of me, uh, make a con save. <laughs> Natural one, and uh, 16. Uh, meet the pizza, it's 16. Meets the pizza, yeah, so, so the, 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 this person over here does make it, but this one fails. Okay, so the one that uh, that makes it, meets the pizza, uh, does, wait. It's half damage on a failure? Uh, half damage on a failure. Or on a success, I mean, sorry. Uh, yeah. Half damage on a failure, and then, Some of our fucking They're favorite. awesome. Fatal, Weapon. Susan? Fatal yeah. <laughs> 12, all right, uh, 12 on a failed one, and then six on a successful one. All righty. And you? And then I go, uh, and I appear uh, up above on the top of the roof. Oh, the roof. wow. You got it. Yeah. Yo, Whoa, let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did it. <laughs> Looming down from atop, shield still shimmering around you from the strange mechanical automaton. I did it! <laughs> All right, does that finish your turn? Oh shit, now we're fighting these things and she ran away. <laughs> no, I'm still here! <laughs> Is that your turn? Uh, yeah. All righty, got it. That brings us to cool. Chetney. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna run up 25 feet. <laughs> Right Go! There. No enemies around! I'm gonna keep going! <laughs> I'm a dashing! And dancing. Best I can get, yeah. I'll stay right there, yeah. You fuckers! Okay, that's my turn. Okay, now quick question, Fern. When you cast Entanglement, does the space around it remain entangled while you're concentrating? Yes, so it is a 20 foot. Oh, wow, that's a big area. Radius. Okay. Oh. All right. So, so yeah, you would be able to see the, like all these vines kind of. Really, is it every round they have to make it, or is it once somebody succeeds, yep, they're fine? Or enters. Creature near me can't spell. Must succeed on the strength saving throw. Are we restrained by the entanglement? The creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spells. On a success, it frees itself. So I think it's just a one ten. All this information. What's the very easy? To oh, I see. I one see. minute. Yeah, it stays up. It creature uh, in the area. All right, so so no, so so it just happens in the moment, 
and then whoever's restrained at that moment, you so you're fine. Oh, you're cool. okay. So the, basically, all these vines reach up outward, only grabs a, a one individual, and then they all kind of vanish, except for the ones that are holding that one. All right, so that's your. It gets you up to it. Full dash. You're good to go. You still have the bonus action if you want. Yeah, but then they're not that great. So you know, I'm gonna take out my. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take out my chisel, and I'm gonna draw it up my up my calf. Oh, and you see flames engulf the chisel as I use my crimson right to get this shit kicked up. You got it. Roll a little d6 oh. and oh, it hurts me for sex, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take six points of damage, but your old man just cut himself. Screams mm. oh, intimidation tactic. Don't worry, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finishing that is now the gnolls go, which cannot move, which is why it's very helpful that something got within range of it. Oh. oh. So it's like, <laughs> come on, little guy. Oh shit. And it's going to go ahead and, and uh, <laughs> reach up with a massive glaive that it has in its hand. It's cool. going to take two strikes Blaze. against you. <laughs> two glaives. Uh, that is going to be a 20 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Oh. And is that, is that, a 20 to hit. Same is, it a, yep. is that a disadvantage? Is it a bit of a bit? No, it's just restrained. Entangle, it's entangle restrain, or does it grapple? Stand by? It might be restrained, in which case he is at disadvantage, I believe. No, restrained. Yeah, you're right. So, 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 so it'll be twenty and twenty. So, so the first one still hits, but disadvantage on the second one. Twenty. Twenty-one. Wow. Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow, fifteen. Sixteen. Like rolling really, really well. So two hits on you. Not yet. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Alrighty, that brings us uh, six points of slashing damage okay. and nine points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, trying to swing down, still hitting you, but you're quick and moving, and they're kind of just glancing off you. One kind of catches you on the side of the leg, the other one kind of hits you in the stomach, but you roll out of the way, and what would have been like a deep gash instead just becomes kind of a glancing wound. And you watch as the vines are still climbing up and tangling them and getting frustrated in its own right. That's going to finish its go, bringing it to Imogen with Orm on deck. Yep. All right, I'm going to step forward so I get closer. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Like about even with Lana. Maybe a little bit further away from Lana, closer to the building. Yeah. There you go. And I am going to use my sorceress capabilities. <laughs> and I'm going to twin spell. Okay. Um, I'm gonna twin spell um, my mind whip, and I'm gonna lash my arm out, and I'm gonna try to hit both the baddie in between Ash and FCG, and yeah, the knoll. Alrighty, go ahead and is it a, a save on their part? Uh, yes, it is. It's an intelligent save of fifteen. Intelligent save, good to know. That is, wow, they're rolling really good. That's a natural nineteen cool. on that one there. The knoll. Uh, that's gonna be a. 14. Okay, great. So the knoll uh, is hit with 3d6 of psychic damage. Alrighty. Nice. Okay, ooh, that's great. Uh, uh, 14 points. Nice. Of psychic damage. Very nice. Very nice. And moreover, on its next turn, it must choose. Whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action, it only gets one of the three. You got it, okay. On a successful save, the target may takes half as much damage, okay. so it would have taken seven points. Seven points to hmm. The other right. guy. Seven damage to the other figure, got it. And I haven't been doing this. 
but I need to roll every time I use my sorceress. Oh, my like sorcery points shit. for my wild yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, you haven't done that. Time for some wild oh. shit. So like, I make her do 15 rolls in a row. So it's a percentile thing? It's 100? Wait, do you roll to see yep. if it roll happens first or it just happens? Oh, yeah. What do I do? Roll a d100. Just a d100. This item means that you can, well, it's up to you if you want to it invoke it. Okay, yeah. It's like, it's it happen automatically, but if you want to invoke it, you can. It's happened. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Roll a d100. 55. Oh, that's the worst Ooh. one. <laughs> uh, uh, stay alive. 55. Okay. 55. You're blue again. 54, out the door. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, that's smart. If it's oh, a spell, no. if, it, if it casts a spell, there's something that happens with it. Um, All right, so you watch as uh, Imogen reaches under her head and unleashes this torrent of power. Uh, you watch as the sparks leave the hand and there's a slight blur in the air, almost like an invisible force is creeping through. Both of the figures, one of them kind of grabs their head and tries to pull themselves out of the way, taking some of the impact. The other, the knoll, is racked with pain and you all kind of glance back and smile and see Lana grinning as all the, well, sorry, time. sorry, Imogen, I know. Okay. You're Laura, also grinning. It's Laura, yeah. your name. Yeah, it's no, it's fine. Uh, you all look yeah, back and watch grinning. as you're smiling and the, the pink hair just falls out. <laughs> No, it's Leaving. Not, it's gone. <laughs> it is, you are a cue ball. Oh no, I forded myself. <laughs> Lovers betwixt the campaign. Oh man. Oh no. Uh oh. Lana. <laughs> I made the image. God damn it. Oh my god. I'm a. <laughs> Trinity turns to Jesus and just takes his hat and throws it to her. <laughs> it's kind of a cool look. I just go, um. Sorry, right, it happens to me all the time. See, and yank out a chunk of my hair. Don't spill. As I pull Chetney's cap down on me. Okay. <laughs> all right, does that finish your turn? <laughs> all right, Orem, you're up. Oh man, Orem sees that and says, "I don't know about that." And I turn back to what I was doing, and I'm gonna inch. I'm gonna move forward and see if I bump into anything as I move forward on that rock. You do not. I do not. So then I'm going to leap to the top of that tent and slide down it towards that fencer. Zoop. Uh, okay. You do bump into something from the tent. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is a great time to get a head tap. And you just hear, <laughs> and you slide down here. Uh, yeah, I'll slide down to the ground, just land down. in front. I'll land there it in was front. Got with it. The barrette, so like, yeah. and then you hear the sound impact over here somewhere. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Then I'm going to squat low and swing at this uh, other person's ankles. Go for it. Uh, I'm flanking with Ash, right? You uh, has to be in front. I mean, you oh, can yeah. really oh. pull it off. So you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, right. Yes, you are. Okay. Natural twenty. Yo, let's uh, go. What? Did you say natural twenty? I did. Oh. Hey. And let's make it a trip attack. They have to make a strength save against my yes. sixteen. You got it. Yeah. yeah that yeah. is gonna be uh, a fourteen. Nope. So they're going down on this first attack. So that yeah. is uh, one. Yeah. Oh, well, that's doubled, but that's a really small two. This five is seven plus the superiority die. Yeah. Great. Seven plus 16 is 23. And they're down on the ground. Second attack while they're on the ground. Uh, that's less. That is a 16 to hit. 16. Uh, they're on the ground, so you technically have advantage because they're right, proud. I already oh, have advantage, right. 
That's right, because they're so, so uh, yeah, that does hit. That does hit, okay. Uh, and let's make it a, <coughs> we'll just make it a goading attack, because that's fun. Uh, that'll be three, so eight plus that, 11 total. That's a two, they fail. Okay, so they're pissed at me. Oh, uh, they would be pissed if they weren't in- unconscious and bleeding out. Oh. Yay! <laughs> Yay! The first hit sweeps them on the ground, and the second hit whack slams across and like gashes across them. And then as you hit the, and they're just like unconscious, and the, the wound itself, you can see a little bit of red, crimson kind of staining the armor. Okay. Does he kill someone? Have I noticed any tattoos on these people yet? Uh, you are raging. I'm gonna say you're probably not in a space to fair. be paying some close okay. attention there. Just based on the nature of a raise. No, 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 that's fair. Between you, yeah. Just killed an innocent person. All right, so finish your turn, Roman. Yeah. Super innocent. Yep, that's the end of it. Ladna, you're up. All right. I am going to. Actually, no. I think I'm good. I'm gonna kind of skitter and peek around the corner and like, um, Chutney, are you all right? Ow! Hmm. I'll split my arms, and um, you just see like a deathly gray uh, necrosis start to run down Ladna's both of her arms, and it turns into ice shards. And I'm going to do ray of frost at the knoll, and then um, the guy with the big axe over here. Yes, you got it. All right, go ahead and uh, twin of uh, twinning the spell. By the way. You've got it. Big flavor. Green for the null. Double 19. Yeah, those 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 some damage. Awesome. Now watch as I roll like ones on these. Oh, five and a six actually. 11 points of cold damage and their speed is reduced by 10. Gotcha. Wow. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! Alrighty. That's good. And your hair falls. <laughs> oh, Solidarity. Yeah. Okay. That's how you make it up to her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the one back there who, the the one with the the two hand axes who was was the kind of the, the aggressive leader who was yelling at this individual in the alley, kind of like gets the the blast of cold energy that. Leaves these crystals across their armor, takes an action, kind of shakes them off the front, glances up and sees you up on the rooftop and goes, Grab something and run, gents. Let's not make this worth nothing. And is going to go ahead and uh, run forward towards you. And it's going to attempt to wrestle the hammer off of your head. Was it it 10, uh, only the 10 feet they move? Uh, they move ten feet. Okay, before they move ten feet, I'm going to use a temporal morass. So I need a Constitution saving throw out of okay. that. Out of that more fucker. Uh, that is going to be uh, sixteen. Sixteen uh, what they rolled? Uh, sixteen, yeah. Uh, They're rolling real good this round, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, they save. Uh, okay. Silvery barbs. Okay. All right. So what does that do? Run me again. Um, he has to re-roll and take the lower dice on a ability on an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. All right, rolled again. Natural three. That's a failure. Temporal. Okay, so yes. uh, um, um, so where's I got? I moved around too far. Uh, there it is. Uh, 
Do they take damage at all? Uh, no, their speed is halved. Their speed is halved again. They can't. Uh, that is halved, and they can't take a reaction until next. Right. Time. So, so thirty goes to fifteen, or it was it was thirty to twenty, mm-hmm. halved to ten, and they move ten to get to you, which means they have no movement to get away from you this time. Yeah, that, that sucks. And and no reaction. Right. So they run towards you, and their body just seems to slow as they reach out and grab the hammer. They still get to it. Yeah. But uh, let's make a contested strength check. Okay. Do I get advantage? You do have advantage because you're uh, you're raging. Um, um. Also, also, silvery barbs. I get to take um, disadvantage on one and throw it on another. So I take this man's essence, this person's essence, mm-hmm. and just it from his perspective, it looks like a little bit of his life force is being sucked out of him and into Ashton. You All right, which gives me advantage. I already heard it. Well, fuck you. Hold on, that's right. All righty. Wow, one of them's a two, and the other one's a natural 20, which gives me a uh, 24. Okay. Not too shabby. Grabs the hammer, pulls! Slowly, just blue energy is just getting sucked into me as I slowly start vibrating faster and faster. Release the hammer. We gotta go. <laughs> and, and it's like going to turn in super slow motion. Everyone, all the rest of their, their companions go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and start looking around at the the shifting tide here. Um, with that, the illusionist is going to go ahead and drop invisibility after I throw them in the middle of the battlefield in a really intense way. They get back up. Um, they're going to cast. All right. I need. You, Ashen, to go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. <gasps> Uh-oh. Oh yeah, that's a that's a seven. Oh, that's a seven. No. Alright. You are after after the then goes to turn, you're holding your hammer tight, you look back to your friends with like a knowing glance. And suddenly, out of the sky, you hear this tearing sound as it opens up, and you watch as dropping out of it is a more broken version of yourself, <gasps> dripped in shadow, holding its own hammer, kind of holds it towards you, and then rushes at you with intense speed, and it fills you with an unexpected sense of fear. Even amongst your rage, it's like, you get the sense that and you don't understand quite the powers you have, but this is this is not a good side effect of it. Um, so, just note you are currently under the effect of a spell, and it's going to run there. They only have that much movement because they fell, so that's going to end their turn. Uh, that brings us to FCG. Did we see that happen to Ashton? No, you just see Ashton kind of like turn back to you and all go. Okay. Uh, and who cast cast it? The you don't know. You just saw somebody run out of here. Turning. You didn't yeah. see any spell casting. You just saw a figure run out from behind the tent, and it's now like running away. Oh, man, I don't know who to target. There's the regular Noel. There's the <laughs> there's the, s- the guy Noel. right next to Ashton is the slow motion fellow. Correct. Um. Uh, are you okay? A little lie. What? <laughs> Big bada boom. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. <laughs> um, 
Do, but I do see someone running He's like away the from one us, right? Won't get you do. I don't understand at all. Yes. Up in the hell? What the fuck? What? <laughs> I haven't seen anything. Uh, that person's running away. Uh, oh boy, I don't know who to attack. Big battle boom. Don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's saying help. Oh, uh, help him. He's I have fine. the size of his glaive. He's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'll He's I'll interpret his, no, no, don't his do wild it. weird musings. Oh look, mm-hmm. a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs> it's not a hawk, but okay. <laughs> um, I'll move on to the other side of uh, towards Ashton a bit. Okay. And I guess I'll help. Little boy over there. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll turn to the regular Noel and I'll uh, I'll I'll cast command. Okay. Nice. What do you um, command it? I command it to monologue. Mm. <laughs> Hate. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Monologue. Oh my god, that's so mean. Okay, that finishes your go. Uh, I have bonus actions, but you do. No, that was a spell. I can't really do anything else. So, yep, that's it. Okay. Oh, Finishing your turn. It is now the figure on the ground is going to go ahead. Uh, were you going for a death blow when you were striking it last time? Uh, no, I wasn't. Okay. So they're just unconscious. <clears throat> they are making death saves. Uh, that's a failure. Um, all right. The other one, the over here, is going to go ahead and dart forward to the one that is commanding friends and creating shields, and it's going to go ahead and make strikes against you, FCG. Oh, no! <gasps> So it's two strikes against you with the big old like mace. Can uh, I see any of this or no? Uh, yeah, it's like right to the left of you. Okay, so I, I can see everything else going on. There's just a version of me that's like. Correct, but it's now like coming towards you with like an intense darkness, and the, like the, like the air itself is seeming to like darken around it, and it it feels like whatever power you've been granted is coming back to reap what it's what you've been sowing. Um, so with that, um, that would be a fifteen to hit. Miss! Miss, the first strike goes yes. towards you. You like duck out of the way and it slams into the ground. With that, they swing backwards to try and get you with a backhand. That is going to be a 22 to hit. That hits. All right. You take. Ooh. Uh, 11 points of bludgeoning damage okay. on that okay. one. Uh, as you push back from there. And then. Oh, hold on. I'm like looking at that. That's an additional five on that because it's technically okay. it's two D eight to one thing. That's on me. Um, so that'll be an additional five. Sure, sure. Damage. Um, that's gonna and then it's gonna go ahead and rush. Do I get an attack of opportunity? You do. And have you used your reaction? Um, I'm, I don't remember if temporal morass is a reaction. It doesn't say it is, but morass. no, you would all you would both get reactions. Then it's a try. Okay, to, I'll take that. Tries to hit you, yeah. but I do need to make a concentration Let's hair check. more ass. Concentration <laughs> check. Correct. On the spell what? I have on her. Yeah. And that would be my next roll of a d20. It would be. Damn it! Matthew! Oh, yeah. Gain advantage on the next d20 roll. That's the one I have to make, I okay. guess. Damn you. Come on. Uh, 18. Yeah, so you maintain the spell. And use the advantage on that. Sorry, taking hits. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 20, like 26. That hits, you can roll damage and? And then to uh, attack, right? Yes. Buzzsaw, 13 plus something, plus four. 17. That hits, that's hey, exactly its armor class. Yes. Very big. Five points of damage! Alrighty. 
Oh, uh, sorry, uh, 14. 14, got it. As it runs back, charging away, it gets hit. It's like, leave him! And it's surrounding him! And you can see, like, it's just abandoning the one that's on the ground, bleeding out. Um, all right, that's going to finish their go. Uh, with that, Ashton, you're up at Fern on deck. What about the big elf girl? You don't want to abandon your friends, you know? <laughs> okay. You're coming up. They're rude. Um, see what we're doing for you? Thank you. Let's see. Okay. Um, I know that the person next to me can't really do anything about me right now, so I'm going to try and knock them out before I run. I just saw them. The one I. The, Person next to me hasn't. It was the one trying to take my hammer, right? Correct. Um, I'm going to spend a point for uh, hyper rage. Okay. Uh, which will do all sorts of interesting things. Uh, first thing is I'm going to take a attack against uh, this guy, which is, uh, and I'm, I'm actually I'm not going to I'm not going to use uh, uh, reckless because I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, that's twenty three to hit. You have disadvantage on these. Oh, well, why is that? Because you're considered frightened. Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, actually, this reminds me. No, no, I'm sorry. Continue. So, so oh, go ahead. You're, you are considered frightened. Okay, I don't. I, am I? <laughs> Approximately, a thing running at you has you frightened. So you are you technically have disadvantage on that. Okay, if I if I slightly shift, uh, can I can I get into a uh, a into a flanking posi- a position with FCG or? And just get just uh, you nothing. You can technically because you're fleeing from this, which means frightening can move you over here. <laughs> but you're still so with that you would put you on on even balance. On an even balance, that'll yeah. do. So 23. Yes, that hits. Uh, I'll just do that damage really quick. Uh, uh, 19. 19. Okay. Taking another attack. Uh, 14. 14 misses. Third attack. Looking That's right, because you with the. Yep, 23. 23 hits. Uh, 17. 17. Sway! Hit him in the back. You swing a second time, and by the time you swing it, they put their arm up and kind of deflect it. You hit him with the third blow. The tooth goes out of their mouth, and they're just like. Now the wide-eyed and desperate, are looking to just run. They're a little in over their heads. Uh, frightened means that I can't. Uh, I can't Can actively move, move closer, closer to. to and what's that point? Uh, it's this area. Okay. In the center. Um, then I am going to flip around to the other side of the guy who's currently behind, who's behind me right now. Right here. I'm going to flip over there. Okay. He doesn't get a reaction because he was affected by your temporal morass. Uh, yes. All right, you got it. Who is it? I mean. I mean, what's Jesus Christ. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Language wow. does not escape this table no. unscathed. Um, all right, that finishes your that turn. That finishes my turn. Make Holy another wisdom saving throw. Uh, 10. 10. You suddenly feel this, this, and this image, this dark image of you, it's been walking towards you dart towards you and reaches out and grabs your face. And as it does, you feel the searing pain hit your mind. You take... Oh, oh shit. Oh. That's a lot oh. of dice. Oh, no. You take 31 points of psychic damage. Do I see this? Can I have it? No. No, no. you just you just see Ashen run and suddenly like, 
What is happening? Whoa. I just spelled it. What is it? I don't think it One is. One of us, yeah, no, 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 we had a spell. You've yeah, had a spell hurt. in previous games. Yeah. 31 points. That hurt, that hurt a lot. Much, though. Are you 4d10. 4d10. Holy you rolled damn good. Is this iBite? No. No, 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 you had it. It was, um. 31 out of 40. It's mind chart. You would know it's phantasmal. Phantasmal, that's what Phantasmal it is. what? Killer. Yeah, I didn't have that. I have oh, phantasmal this, force. Which that's right, does no, this one is the higher level. Six of the higher level. Oh. You're right, so this is, yeah. yeah. It's a fourth level one. Okay. Anyway, fourth level that finishes I that go. I, my a wisdom saves suck, by the way, so I'm just going to put that out there. Alrighty, uh, that brings us now. As, as watching you kind of crumple there for a second, like the tides shift a little bit and some of the the fear begins to even out. Uh, finishing your fern, you're up with you on deck. Okay, I'm going to breathe in my hands, and as I'm walking forward, I'm going to fling out three scorching rays. Okay. Um, to to whoever's over there, to whoever. F- Seems like it could work. There's shadows. What's the range on Scorching Ray? Yeah. Uh, 120. Oh, yeah, you can get a coffee shop. Stay where you are and aim for some of them. Those, some of them will get, if you don't move a little closer, they might get some cover. Yes, I will, I will, as I'm walking forward, yes. shooting them out. Put my hands out so she doesn't step on my hair. Oh, the crap. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna pick it up? Okay. Of course Scooping I am. <laughs> you start scooping your hair Okay. Uh, so happy I put this item in the game. Twenty-six for the first hit. For which one? The. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Or well, I want to hit the guy that the first, the guy that that is um, hurting Ashton. Please. Okay. So, oh, uh, that was this one here. So that definitely hits. Yep. Okay. Um, well, well, actually, you don't know who's hurting Ashton. I don't know who. I don't know who's doing that, right? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Twelve. For the second hit. So hit, miss, and then this one here. Uh, uh, 23. Who's fucking with me? We don't know who it is. Sorry, 23. Three hits. Okay, okay, so two okay. hit. Who, who are you, okay, who are you aiming for? Okay, so. The one that ran away. There are these yeah, four no, here. Yeah, um, whoever's kind of closest in our vicinity. Closest, closest to you would be these three here. They're, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so yeah. So these two both get hit. Okay. vaguely magical, they're just running away. I can't see anybody, so I don't know who's vaguely magical. He's got a staff. Okay. Yeah, staff. Seven for the first hit. Okay, got it. And eleven for the second hit. You've got it. Okay. Um, literally, all I can see is a null. Yeah. Sorry. What's that? <laughs> Citizen and purple. And a purple guy and a, a townsfolk. Yeah. Okay. Just a bang um, in your hair. Oh wait, these are the finest rocks move in town. this out of the way. So oh, good. Yeah, view. that helps. Oh yeah. Sometimes okay. the core gets in the way. So after that, now it's Mister's turn. I'm going to oh, send. Mister within 60 feet, and I'm going to have him shoot a flame seed. Alrighty. At. Kind of glides up on top. Uh, which, by the way, Erica, you see this this tiny monkey suddenly like burst into flames and fly up onto the rock and reach back and grab a flaming turd from its ass and throw it. <laughs> what are you throwing it at? Okay, so. The knoll, he's, is he still entangled, actually? He is. Okay, so um, I'm going to have him do a flame seed at the the one that seems to be right there under your finger, or right here? forward. Yes. You got it, okay, roll for okay, intact. So. Uh, 21. 21 hits. Okay. 
which one do we want? Uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of fire damage. Seven points of flaming shit. <laughs> Looking uh, very unhappy, very hurt. Mm. And uh, now the tide's shifting again. Does that finish your turn? Yes, it does. Alrighty. Uh, that brings us to your turn. I have Check just. Deck. Okay. Okay. I have just seen a little old man cut himself uh, and then go on fire. I have seen uh, a lovely young woman's hair fall out, and then the other one next to her start pulling her hair out. There's a monkey throwing flaming shit, and I'm holding in like a gaping wound at my side, and I'm like, you guys are the coolest fucking people I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. Um, and I push out uh, uh, the guy in front of me. I, I move around on, on the, uh, yeah, that one, and then the that one. Mm -hmm. um, I move to, yeah, toward, towards me on the roof still. Uh, and then, um, I do. I reach out with both hands, and two balls of force, crackling force, smash out into each of them. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um,. So 10 and a 21. Ooh, okay. 10 misses, 21 hits. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so that is uh, uh, 11 damage to the one that hits, and then um, actually, you can tell me this. Um, Okay, I have to hit, never mind. Uh, so the one that it hits, uh, I move him in a straight line. Away from you? Yes. Ooh, 10 nice. feet. All right, 10 feet, which would impact nice. the other guy who, who managed to dodge out of the way. I'll say for the purposes of this, go ahead and roll a d6 on a one to three. It doesn't impact on a four or higher. Ah, good looking out. So he moves forward just as the other guy is charging past and just stumbles over, and uh, he ends up kind of shifting one space at the side here uh, and like hitting the rock and kind of catching himself on it and looking up over the top of the roof at you, kind of with your arms out in front. And, uh, we gotta go! <laughs> Don't touch my stuff! <laughs> awesome. Anything else in your turn? That's it. All right, Chetney, you're up. Uh, that was a hard hit. I'm glad you think I'm little. Did you know that there are arteries in your thighs? <laughs> and I'll turn into, uh, I'll transform into a werewolf. Please, thank you very much. You watch this tiny little gnome, all of a sudden just the flesh tear away to this massive bestial version. Uh-huh. That's still holding a wood chisel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Open up. Yeah. And I'll, like, yeah, I'll take uh -huh. two swipes uh -huh. uh, at the inside of his thighs. <laughs> all right, two attacks. He is restrained, so you have advantage on the attacks. Oh, nice. I was just, uh, I'm bleeding them out, man. You know, you don't fuck around and find out. Um, uh, <laughs> a, a dirty 20 for the that first That hits. Yeah. Uh, it's better, 24. Hits. 
12, uh, 12 points of damage, and 12 points of damage plus, uh, oh, it's just once, so uh, four, so eight, eight additional points of the Crimson Right damage on each one of those. Gotcha, so the additional D6 on each of the strikes, an additional eight? Mm -hmm. so, so 12, 12, and then additional 12, eight. 12, and eight. Got it. Ooh. Nice. Whoa. 32 points of damage and two Ooh. strikes. Just slicing back and forth. The gnoll's like trying to pull away, but it can't. The vines are holding it in place. And as you gash, you can see like where you cut. You may not have hit an artery, but you've certainly left its legs quite bloody amongst the fur. Stand at me again. You see like this 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 massive like growling knoll, this look of fear hit into its eyes as it goes, and it's like about to turn and run. It's got a full hyena. All right, does that finish your turn? Uh, you can still move if you want. Gobble like a turkey. <laughs> I'm going to stay in his melee and just do a 180 around him. You got it. Shh, trying to cut him off. And that'll be, that'll be my turn. All right, uh, finishing your go, it is now the Knoll's go. The Knoll is going to attempt, he's going to use his action to try and break free of the restraint. He can't use his action for that. He has to use his action That's right. to, to monologue. That's right. Oh! That's right! <laughs> The gnoll, looking scared, looking scared, frightened, goes to try and run the legs taut, bleeding and bound by the vines, looks across the field. Slow motion shot is like the sad Enya music plays in his head, seeing his friends falling and fleeing, and just kind of looks out into the horizon and goes, And it was on this day, I truly began to understand that I had much to learn. I had much to lose, and perhaps I needed to seek my fortunes elsewhere. <laughs> I am getting very dizzy. That one is turned because he's just trying to can't move. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. All right, uh, Imogen, you're up. Form your deck. Yeah. yeah, he also doesn't get a reaction on this turn. Um, <laughs> um, okay, I'm right? gonna try. Yeah, because the other thing that I cast on him. Nice. Um, can I move up? And I want to try to get in a line to where I can hit. These two. Can she move faster now that she's more aerodynamic? <laughs> Get an extra five feet. I can do a line there if you want. Great. Great. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna cast. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Okay, you can hit two. Well, actually, no. If you do it in a line this way, you can hit all three. Great. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Alrighty. Deck saves for. Okay. No, it's a two. Hobgoblin. It's a three. Ooh. Uh, and the main guy, that is a 12. They all fail. Yeah, let's fail. So they all take 8d6 lightning damage. Yeah. Yeah. 8d6 a so piece? Three hits? Is the lightning purple? Six, you know it is. Six, <laughs> nine, seven, eight. Oh my god. Ooh, a lot of one. That's all. Yeah, oh, a lot of sixes. Yeah. 18, 20, 22, 24, 27 <laughs> points of lightning damage. Okay. Well, we'll see if okay, the illusionist does maintain its concentration. Sorry. Uh, but I was it, it is. It is burn. You watch as the clothes are like cinders of the edges, and they're like, ah, ah. They cough, and just smoke goes. Out of their mouth, look back at you. 
just kind of angrily staring, arms out as like the energy still kind of begins to kind of disseminate through your arms and ground itself within your body, your smooth head glistening off the midday sun. Mm-hmm. Um, You're wearing the, my hat, I, think, right? I am wearing Shetney's hat. That's true. That's glistening off the right. edges of it, <laughs> and the beautiful midday sun texture on the knitted, yeah. the knitted cap itself. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you want to do this on the leader of the group and the uh, bugbear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh! Double do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want them straight through the center. No. It starts to char black, and then they just get engulfed in. Yeah. <laughs> Death becomes. Ah, yes, yes. Yes. They are. So I'm like, yes. as it goes through, I want to stare through the holes in their body at the caster. <laughs> Full on crumble. tombstone style. Yeah. Wow. Like arms up, like like <laughs> fleeing arms up in the air. All right. Does that finish your turn, Imogen? Um. As a bonus action. You got bonus action. What you going to do? Uh, that caster is going to hear in his head. I'm gonna find you. Oh god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best bonus action ever. Orem, you're up with Ladna on deck. Okay, I can see which way this is going, so I'm actually gonna squat down real fast and tear the sleeve away from the person that I just stabbed to the shoulder, and I'm going to, uh, just like I saw Nell and Maeve do so many times, I'm gonna cast Druidcraft and grow moss over the wound and try to stabilize them. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and make a medicine check for me. Yeah, they're fun, right? Uh, that oh, they're is, D4s. Uh, 19. D4s. 19, they're stabilized. Okay, action surge. I'm going to spring over them into a roll and then pop up running towards the caster. Yeah, and I'm gonna, definitely do that. I'm going to use my shield. I rolled two d4s by mistake. Oh, okay. So. That means I could take three off. Take three off and then instead add. Yes! Instead add 10. Oh. More. Yeah. Does that does that change the uh, the save roll for for the, for the caster? No, they rolled a natural eighteen. Oh yeah, no, never mind. Um, That's fine. Which is still more than half, but they are deeply fucked up, like barely holding on. It's like <laughs> back to you. Action surge. You uh, action roll. surge using my shield to do a tripping attack. Do it. Not to. So uh, That's cocked. Oh, it was so much better before. Second slash. Or shield gets me to uh, 18. 18 hits. Okay, so tripping attack, they have to beat, uh, make a strength save. Uh, natural 20. Oh, okay. They All are right. rolling really good. They're not doing well, but they're rolling really good. <clears throat> okay, so I'll bash them in the shins and go, uh, and then I'll stand up with the shield yeah. and try to hit them in the face. Cool. They still take the extra damage. Heck yeah. But this is, I'm trying to knock them out. Yeah. Uh, that's a total of 16. 16, that'll do it. With that final you watch as you smack him in the chin, you all hear the heavy metal on bone impact reverberate on the shield as they get shoryukened about three feet in the air before onto the ground, uh, uh, unconscious about 10 feet from you. (laughs) End of turn. I'll leave him here. Game's over. All right. Who's standing? Just the knoll who's wrapped in vines and is finishing its monologue, looking out. Where <laughs> 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 his eyes bleeding. And see. My second monologue will be from Coriolanus. And he's wearing metal metal armor. Yes. All right. I'm gonna walk up to him. 
I'm just gonna say, like, I'm sorry. It's been a shit day, and shocking grasp him. <laughs> okay. Um, which has advantage if he's wearing metal armor. Fair enough. Oh, Whoa. Shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a natural 19. Yeah, that'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh huh. Yeah, that is 13 damage. How do you want to do this? Ooh. Poor guy. Mm. Go sleep. <laughs> go, go sleep. <laughs> Falls, <laughs> and then collapses onto the ground in the middle of this alleyway. The tension of this troop that had fallen upon this wayward wanderer that you'd come to their aid are now dead or unconscious on the ground, and you you take a moment to kind of like catch your breath, look up at you, and look around at the handful of other people in the space that are all kind of looking in, that just kind of like, and go about the rest of their business. <laughs> like the two charred corpses in the ground still smoking and the bloodlet, and no one just really gives a shit. Uh, I'm taking that a little bit far. Are you all, are you all right, Ashton? Are yeah, you how's, freaking out? How's Ashton doing? The, uh, the image that was coming towards you has vanished, and now you have a clarity of mind. You still feel that like deep, searing pain in your brain is starting to fade, but uh, the spell no longer has purchase on your brain. Do I know what happened? You get the sense that an illusion was attacking you and made you hurt. Are you all right physically? I definitely do not look all right. Uh, what fucker did that? I think, I think I, they got away. I look up at the stranger on top of the building. Uh, okay, like, you, um, you wanna get out of here? Yeah, yeah. And I start climbing down. I'm so, so sorry to have inconvenienced you. I promise that I am normally quite a capable warrior. Make an athletics check. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Third story yeah. roof. <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh, God. Oh, my God, yes. It's two. Yeah. Plus? That's two. Welcome to the table. Right as you finish the phrase, yeah. being quite a, quite a capable warrior. One of the edges comes off. You only fall ten feet for a, a meager five points of legendary damage, but the your new friend kind of whack, hits the ground dust. Ah. <laughs> oh, are you okay? I am fine. It's just more embarrassing than anything else. No, no, no. There's nothing yeah, to be embarrassed about. Lodge is <laughs> 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 laughing and clapping. <laughs> I just I get I, I stand up and I dust myself off. I get, Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Oh boy. You're welcome. Oh. All right, I'm gonna grab Ashton by the hand and start walking towards the group and go. I think this is a walk and talk. I think do we're I, gonna go. Do I, do I notice the the little magic caster as we're walking by? You do. One second. I'm gonna head over. Okay. Oh, they're, you know, they asleep. They're unconscious and like. Okay. I'm gonna just start going through their stuff. Okay. And I want them to be very aware that they're like, just being ransacked. You made their brain inside of their skull? Or no, I'm, just, I'm taking all their stuff. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, roll an investigation check. Uh, uh, 'investigation, which is not great with me, but I get an 11. 11's good. Uh, so, going through their stuff, they have uh, one small dagger um, and kind of like a, a decent sheath in the side. It looks far better than some other stuff they're, they're wearing. 
Um, you also pull off of them 85 gold pieces. Cool. And two platinum. Mine. Um, I say that those are the things of interest. So that was just like small baubles and. Oh, I'm taking it all. Okay. Well, you take it all and you leave them as they're on the ground. Going, uh, I take their staff too. Uh, 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 yeah. You got I pick staff. them up. <laughs> I pull the knife out. <laughs> and I stab their cloak to the wall. Oh. And I'm going to do a uh, intimidation check. Roll intimidation. What do you say to? I mean, that is intimidating. You don't have to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Uh, that is a uh, 17. 17. Ah! Oh, wow! And then. Jesus. They pass out again. <laughs> Boy. Oh, your friend's real tense. I hope this shit was personal, keeping it. Oh, man. <laughs> Can I peek in that tent? Sorry about the microphones. Grab the man. In the I'm tent? Good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Oh. We're the Bell's Hells. <laughs> Bell's Hells. Wow. Hi, I'm Dusk. It's so Dusk, Dusk. good to meet you. I'm so sorry. You're all writing a bunch of stuff down. Amazing. Okay. Cool. Um. Everybody's okay. Did you earn enough to sort of compensate? I have some money that I can. I just didn't want them to take my stuff. I just. It's kind what of. What are they trying to take from you? Just my sword, or just like everything, everything, and like the money is a dangerous is, area. Are you are you from around here? No, no. Where are you from? Uh, I don't. Um, hmm. You don't remember? It's not that you I don't say. remember. It's just it's like things are a little bit uh, fuzzy, fuzzy, a little mixed up. Um. <laughs> Do you ever? have a dream so real that sometimes when you wake up you don't know whether or not you're still dreaming? Yeah. Literally the opposite. Oh, God. Well, that's kind of what my life is like. I exist in this sort of twilighty area. Um, I was touched by the Feywild. I was there. It's real. And it was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my life. The last thing that I remember was this glen. It's just existing in a perfect eternal stillness. Just like the moment where the sun is just kissing the edge of the horizon, and the golden, this surreal golden light was filtering through the trees, and it was so profound. And so that's kind of where I kind of am. Where you got your name? Yeah. It's a very beautiful <laughs> name. Smart one. Is anyone paying us any mind uh, as we walk through town? Honestly, now that, now that the violence has ended, most folks are just going about their business. I'm going to walk over. You know anybody in the All Minds Burn? I don't, I'm gonna look at their eyes, see if see if they're high. <laughs> <laughs> the All Minds Make burn. Make an insight check. Yeah. The All Minds Burn. Oh, you mean those guys that have the, uh, you know? I can't tell anything. No, I'm not into that kind of stuff. Things are already fucky enough as it is. <laughs> I'm gonna look okay. at the sword. 
That thing special? To me, yeah. It's like the only thing, one of the few sort of things that like I still sort of get. Like, I'm definitely, definitely a capable warrior. Definitely good. I don't know, like, I, I definitely don't have, like, family or anything around. You're on your um, own here? Hmm? You're on your own here? Sorry, I'm really short. Yes. Hi. Oh, hello. Um, yes, you're, you're all uh, right. Sorry, right. Hi, I'm Orem. Orem? Nice to meet you. Okay, right. Ashton. Ashton, pleasure. I Imogen, I'm bald. It's a good look. You have a very comely shaped head. Thanks. Very rare. Fern is not present. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you went right. In the tent. Where did you? Oh, I you went, went to go. We'll get to you in a tent. second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm literally sitting on the ground, surrounded by hair right now. I'm just trying to gather it back. Yeah. Hey. I start um, to help her pick yeah, up. Yeah, I'll go over. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe like does wood. Hmm. Like a. Uh, a press digitation? Can I like press digitate it into a wig or something? I don't know. If you would like to try, I could make you roll an Arcana <laughs> check. Okay. If you end up looking like one of the misfits from Gem and the Holograms, I'll be so. It'll be oh, cool. no. oh my god! It's um, gonna be a toupee. Hell. This is a toupee. Twelve. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> so utilizing the uh, very you know like. Viably diverse abilities within you know, prestidigitation. This is a unique usage of it, and you understand it enough to accomplish what you're set out to do. Now, this is less like upper scale, you know. It's not ho lace front. Yeah, not not lace front. Yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, like drag queen ready wig. This is this is some like this some tar Target Halloween aisle. Yeah. Uh, oh Imogen wig. well, that's what a not what a pretty wig you made. Thank you. I am so glad you like it. I really do. Thank you so much. Awesome. If you put the wig on and then the hat. Oh, it oh that's yes. true. A lot of times. Okay. Huh. The same effect. That's like actually you? that's a look. So you look like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> In the meantime. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm Dusk. Hi, Dusk. My name is. Wolfgang. <laughs> what? You have a wolf? It's news to me. Is this a new development chat? My name's Well, they're both good names. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chetney. Huckabee, nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming to my Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Like, fully double bent. Um, yeah. How tall is I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm Laudna. Lovely to meet you, Laudna. You notice her hands are like really unnaturally cold. Like these are, yeah. The pleasure is all. A little all, clammy, too. Hey, cold hands, warm heart. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> it's, it's not that warm. It's and, Hi, I'm, I'm Fresh Cut Grass. It's a pleasure to meet you. That's one of my favorite smells. Mine too. Well, <laughs> that's not true. I can't smell, but my, my creator oh. could. Do you want me to heal you up a little I bit? I really All right, like I'll just that. touch your gaping wound and oh, cast, cast your wounds on me. Have you dealt with those fighters those before? Have they, have they attacked you, or is this the first time you've encountered them? It is my first time encountering it, but it's very normal here. Like You just got jumped. Everybody. Is always attacking everybody, and as long as you don't like falsely advertise, the guards aren't gonna do anything about that, you know? There's, there's, 
Uh, you mean the guards yeah. as in, oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, what? Uh, no, nothing, nothing. What? Um, uh, w- were, were you going somewhere? Were you trying to get to something? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was just kind of trying to live my life. Oh, just walking around. Yeah, just walking around. Are you seeking something specifically, or because you seem very emotionally (laughs) open and honest and everything? Yeah, something that we can help you with. Should I not be? Is that like a thing people don't do? But it's fun. No, I I think it's very healthy. Healings talks are good. It's fantastic. It's just most people aren't like that. They're very closed off and insecure, and you just seem very open about yourself and your past and your... I mean, yeah. I mean, like, maybe if I'm more open about it, then, like, people can help kind of figure things out. That's true. We could all be a little bit more open with ourselves. I'm just looking at all... This is a really bad place to be like that, though, I will admit. (laughs) That being said, I found you, and you seem like... Really lovely people. Yeah, and we saw you. I mean, you jumped to the top of that building. That was amazing. Yeah. So maybe we can help, you know, look out for each other. We're new in town. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have someone that's been here before, but maybe, you know, (gasps) it's been a minute. Have you been to Taste of Taldore? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Not in a long time. Oh man, they've changed. Uh, they changed the menu up like <laughs> pretty regular. New managers. I mean, this keeps yeah. coming up. It Actually, feels yes. like a sign. Yeah. Actually, I, kind of heading that way. Oh really? Yes. Can I come? Oh, sorry. Oh, in the interim. Where's oh, yeah. the office? In the interim. We're cutting to fern. Yeah. Fern. We're hunting yeah. into the the tent. I'm gonna walk by the the guy that has his cloak. He's passed out. Oh. Like he got, he got spooked so hard that he's just hanging from he's the dagger just, now. Oh yeah. Um, Damp pants, I, the whole deal. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, you walk into the tent. The first thing that catches you is a, a very unique smell. It's almost like a, like a burnt rubber tree sap meets, uh, meets an odd medicinal herbal scent. And you walk in, and there looks to be like some some baskets that have like some grains on them. Uh, there is a uh, a saber of some kind set on a chair, and in the middle of the room, there's like a kind of a pillow set up, and there is an old old woman who's kind of sitting cross-legged, uh, holding a bowl in her lap, uh, with these kind of like this hot steam kind of rolling off of it, who's just kind of holding it underneath and looks up at you. You can see her; she has the smile with one singular tooth that pokes beyond these like. Dark spotted gums, uh, heavily wrinkled face, and kind of a, a slightly cataract eyes, uh, head wrapped in a, a like a, a baggy, thick, uh, kind of a, a heavy cloth, almost like a like, like a heavy beret that just leans to the back of, the, of her head, and she kind of sits there, and looks up at you. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I is this where you live? I'm having lunch. Oh, what are you eating? Oh. Well, I've already ate it. Now I'm just having my after lunch. <laughs> What's your after lunch? Smell. She holds up oh, the bowl. Oh, well, hold on just a minute. <laughs> is, it, is that what I smell when I walked in? It's very strong, and it does come from that. And as you look at it, 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 it got it was with food at first glance, but as she leans forward, there is some sort of like a like a, a, a crystalline sort of substance that is like burning and giving off kind of a smoke that's kind of filling the chamber. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You have to. You can take a big whiff. Yeah. Let's go. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
body smash. Yeah. I'm to the Midsommar oh. tent. Um, oh, wow. Oh, no. Good 21. 21. <laughs> Wait, I have advantage against spells and other magical effects. Correct. This this, no? Don't even worry about it for this. You rolled really high. So it, the senses, the, the, the smell catches you and your senses begin to immediately numb for a second. The, uh, the dark shadows that are coming in from the outside kind of warp slightly, and her kindly old woman face almost seems to de-age within a moment. Uh, but you've seen weird stuff in the Fey, and this 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 is just kind of a fun thing, and you shake it off, and while the visuals remain with you, it doesn't seem to radically alter your perception or sense of self in the space. Just a little buzzed. What do you do here? You hey. doing like a little little uh, business? <laughs> I just found this tent and ducked away to have my lunch. Oh, you just came in here to just hang out. I don't know who this is. This is this your saber? Because I think I left it in here. Oh, then you should take it. <laughs> yeah, I will. What else did I leave in here? I'm going to investigate the room and see if there's anything. Make an investigation check. Oh what else did, did I, I leave, leave in here? here? <laughs> oh my god. I have bad investigation. Um, oh, 11. 11. Uh, you do find a an unspoiled bag of rice. Um, rice. Uh, <laughs> you find a, a a nice pair of of kind of like a like a Dupont silk uh, blue pants. Um, and what size are they? Uh, they're a bit baggy. They're a bit large for you. Uh, <laughs> and it looks to be a, a box of candles. Okay, I'll take those. Okay. as well. Um, what was your name? And you watch her like desperately search for something. It started with a D. Darling. <laughs> Probably. Dancy. Darling Dancy. Okay. <laughs> you're so funny. Are you um, affected by the smoke that you're putting in the room? Or yeah. Yeah, you're just having a good time, good lunch time. Just passing the time here in hell. Oh. Oh, well, that's a little strange. It's the Hellcatch Valley. Oh, that's right. Just shortened also, it so it sounded hell. like another place. Um, I'm going to open the curtains, the tent. Um, um, did, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'll let you finish your food. All right. I already Dancing. finished it. <laughs> she closed the tent behind. I thought we were about to look at the. Looking at Laudna, her face is kind of like. Whoa. And then we're talking about going to a taste of child Dory with our new friend, Dust. Hi. Oh, Dust. Hello, I'm Fern. It's lovely to meet you, Fern. The little flinging monkey crawls upon her shoulder, looks at you and goes. Like your monkey. Thank you. This is Mr. <laughs> Mister, yeah. let me meet you. I'm, I'm Dusk. Shake her, oh. shake her hand. Can you, I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. It's all right. It's very okay. It kind of zinges your hand just like contact. It's like ah. a little bit. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Just like pees in the ground and goes back on her shoulder. <laughs> Dad's okay. Does that? He's only seven. 
Yeah, he's just he's just a kid, you know. I'm just a single mother, so <laughs> <laughs> just making it happen yeah. on your own like that. Pretty much. I mean, oh, it's because just... then you got like a whole good community to Absolutely. help you raise them. Yes, we're, you were very impressive out there. Oh, just <laughs> no, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm, um, you know, uh, actually a lot cooler than that, but just things are like a little fucky wucky still. Sure, I. Haven't they um, been to the the Feywild? <laughs> so oh, you it's like it's real. About these things. It's absolutely real. That's where that's, that's where I'm from. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? Yes, I live there with my grandmother. Oh my god. Where did you Where did you go? What did you uh, see? I, I I don't know. I but I I call myself Dusk because. The last thing that I remember is just this incredible the gloaming, most gorgeous glen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was there a river? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's lots of rivers. I I'm sure there's lots of there, rivers. But, I'm sure there's lots of. Glen. But yeah, there was a river. And it was like babbling. And, and just, what if like, you were like in singing. my glen? You have a glen. No, out there? I mean it's not mine, but just near mine. You have a glen, though. Well. Yeah. I once knew a Glen. You did? Yeah. <laughs> he was a leather worker. Did you date? No, no, I robbed from him oh. to survive. He didn't know I existed. <laughs> Girl's gotta do what she can to get by. Yeah, sometimes you gotta shake a little tail. I, indeed, it's still glowing and present in the direction from where oh, you were. I yeah. thought about this. More on that later. Sorry to like, I'm not I'm a little bit of a. I really. It's the only place that kind of still feels real to me, and I, I just. There's. I, I want to go back so bad. I do too sometimes. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll go back soon. I, I really like that. Um, wow, a little taste of like home. A really awesome conversation for the taste of Taldori. I was yes, just thinking, I'm half very dead, very and if I'm going to be half dead, I feel like taste of Taldori will only work for me when I'm literally half dead. It's the coolest place ever. Like, I know, I understand it's probably rife with historical inaccuracy, but like, still, it's like the whole vibe of the place. It's like what we wish that it could be like, I think, right? Very curious. Is there a dress yeah. code? Oh. Because we're kind of fucked. No, I mean, it's it's like kind of fun if you dress up in the theme and stuff and, and wear like, you know, the kind of outlandish wear that they used to wear back in the day. Back in, in the Tal'Dor? Yeah. Costumes. Yeah, I think like there's like a gift shop there. Oh, okay. You can rent oh. some stuff. Oh and I'm definitely hungry. I got in that Let's tent, go. got a little high, so I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. There's Let's go. Just making. Uh, okay. Because we still got eyes on uh, uh, on the right. prize. And we'll on, as we walk, are we moving in the direction that it's pointing? It begins to point a little further westward, I, um, but I not terribly a, away from the direction you're going. I, I need a minute. We might as well get food. Okay. What's yeah. It's pointing in a different direction uh, because we're moving, not because it's moving. Exactly. Oh, it's just like slowly just drifting to the, to the west as you it's continue heading southward. It'll come back together. I just need to sit and drink and eat. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on I mean, we can just, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> this is why we're here. That's a person. Well, not a person. The, inside the... No, not literally. A little it's global. It's like, um, um, it's like a tracker. And we're 
drugging them. Why? What do you? Oh, because they're um, corrupt and murderous, and they were trying to like torment the town. So why are you going towards them? Oh, to not to murder him, but to capture him. Oh. Yeah, we're on a hunt. Yeah. Bringing out law to justice, yeah, pal. Yeah, dead or alive. Really? Kind of That's kind of sexy. <laughs> as you exit the, mm-hmm. yeah. as you exit the alleyway to begin heading your trek, stepping towards the taste of Teldore <laughs> within this city, oh uh, you hear the sounds of rustling back from where you were. You glance over and see other figures have darted into the alley and are currently rifling and stealing from whatever remains from those you left behind, um, but. You know, your group, jovial in the aftermath of this quick scuffle and a, uh, a much-needed friendly face here, and for what is, for many of you, a, a foreign and not terribly welcoming city. Uh, we'll see what conversations and mysteries await for us when we come back, as I'm going to go ahead and close us there. <laughs> and we'll oh, come man. to that next session, um, uh, because uh, it's getting a little late, and uh, we need to get home, it's oh, an early morning. Um, but uh, first off, oh, Eric is so excited to have you join us at the table. Hey, everyone. What's up with her it's memory? <laughs> oh my god. You remember shit? And a Indeed. Um, so many questions. Excited to continue this thread and 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 the rest of the chaos that Basaros has to offer. Um, we will be taking a break to remind you uh, as oh, for the next hi. yep for the next oh, yeah. yep the next yeah. month or so is going to be calamity on Thursdays. That's okay. That's also why I didn't jump into too much right now because it would it was really so long many episode. secrets we were going to tell so everybody. Remember exactly what we were doing and what we. Were we're going to talk yes. about. Right, yeah. I'll meet so you I back remember. here in like a month. Three, three months, I think. Yeah, three weeks. Three, three, four weeks. Four I don't know that. But yes. Uh, anyway, oh. uh, we'll miss you guys in the interim. Super excited to pick up from here and have Erica along with us for a bit. Uh, in the interim, give all our love to the amazing GM Brennan Lee Mulligan, who <laughs> is uh, uh, incredible. Incredible. Like. <laughs> And and is and is uh, crafting a tale in a space of Teldora history that I've been so excited to see brought to life uh, with an amazing cast. Uh, check it out every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific here, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. And we'll see you guys back here shortly. In the interim, love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Good night. This concludes the current chapter of Critical Role. Your essays on the history and impact of the various ages and epochs of Alexandria are eagerly anticipated. Just kidding. No homework for you, but if you are inspired to do some writing, please leave us a review. Your words can really help new folks find our show and encourage them to give it a try. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. Until next time. <laughs>